would you say is your favorite final girl? Like, I think a lot of us would say automatically Laurie Strode, but, you know, there's a lot more nuance to it, and then there's been a lot more final girls since then, so. Okay, to be fair, I Laurie Strode is not my favorite final girl. My favorite final girl is 100% Erin from Your Next, because she yes. is just straight up kick-ass, and that is it. The end. Vanessa, you've seen kick-ass? Kick-ass. I've not seen kick-ass, but I have seen Your Next. <laughs> Um, You're next. <laughs> I heard yeah. kick-ass, and I was like, yep, <laughs> doing it. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, she is great. I, I like her. Speaking of kick-ass, ladies and gentlemen, the Movies for Win podcast has officially passed the Bechdel test. Round of applause. Pat ourselves on the back, Denny. We did it. Um, well, we Greg, did it. Greg, there's, there's an issue here, okay? And as a, as a well-documented champion of women's rights mm -hmm. i feel the need to call you out for your problematic white knighting and your self-aggrandizing um of 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 the space you created for women um man you kind of came in and uh put your toxic balls all over the face of their conversation <laughs> and let mm -hmm. your uh, toxic masculinity scented duck butter dribble all over our our Bechdel test stickers that we all got. Yeah. Um, I we'll... specifically asked for no teabagging when we were talking about the Bechdel test. Yeah. Well, I apologize. Thank you, guys. This is a dude's rock moment of checking my toxic masculinity. Oh! <laughs> But, but you, we all know that dudes rock. We've discussed this already. Denny, what are we here to talk about this week? This week, we're here all to right. talk about how chicks rock. Oh, but yeah. With who? Woo! Ladies, Woo! introduce yourselves. Hey, we are the lovely hosts from the We're Watching podcast. That's and Abby. your name is. <laughs> <laughs> That's Abby. I'm Alexia. Yes, Abby and Alexia, and producer Vanessa. Hello, I'm here playing, as well. Playing You're both sides. Of the show. Yeah, and playing woman. both sides here. Yeah. Hear me We brought the women for this week, for this special edition. Movies for when, now with women. Mm. Movies for when men. <laughs> oh, we've evolved. Movies for when men need to have one. a female perspective. Mm. Hey, oh, I'm just, hey, I'm just on hey. fire. They just come to me. They just come to me. Yeah. My hilarious yes. jokes. Oh, hilarious <laughs> jokes. Cool. Oh, cool, yeah, yeah. No, definitely not women. Well, present you, only, you only need the one. We're all good. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Just one. Just this woman. Hey, girl. Hey. All right. Well, this week we're checking toxic femininity with three movies that our lovely guests have selected. Uh, Abby selected a 2006 film called Stick It. And we stuck it. Uh, and it's Alexia. not where you hmm? think. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> More on waiting, this in six. <laughs> I was waiting for it the whole movie, and they, I think they got one. But uh, Alexia, uh, she brought us Girls Trip from 2017, and then Denny and I mutually agreed upon Mean Girls, a classic, 2004. Unless you film. ask Alexia, what a picture. What More a contention picture. later. <laughs> This is going to no. be a contentious episode, and I'm here for chopping it up. That's chop, right. Chop, 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 chopping it up like a sausage in Girls Trip. We are mm. going to chop it wow. up. Unlike, I do. Cut. I do feel the need to like caveat too that I very much 
debated what movie I wanted to choose because I was originally mm. going for the remake of The Women, but it was so whitewashed. I truly could not justify mm. going with that. As yeah, someone this... who had to watch the movie you chose, I wish you justified it. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> well, you're already starting out strong and hot. This podcast is whitewashed enough, so you know. Um, yeah, we're gonna chop it up, unlike the editors of this film. So we're gonna start with Girls Trip. 2017 film i only found this as an amazon rental i don't know if it's on any other streaming service for anybody is yeah, that I how you guys watched it I yeah watched yeah it we rented it on TV. amazon yeah sad rented times. it on apple tv on yeah. my yeah one of those tech giants got 3.99 for it that's <laughs> all <that> <laughs> queen latifah got <laughs> you know, a notification you guys could, uh, thank us for it because we could have picked oceans eight yeah <laughs> glad you did so Honestly, Chris said that when we were at the pool the other day. He was like, why didn't you pick Ocean's 8? And I was like, a lot of reasons. Because <laughs> I would have not been here. <laughs> a lot of reasons, not least of which that it's like just like a j- spinoff from a man's series that they were like, we have to include women now. But what kill, if we did kill, it kill. with women? Yeah, we can do it too. The 2016 Ghostbusters, you know, like it's so women, so absolute trash. Little Don't known fact: even talk to me about that. women can also be criminals. It's pretty great. We have to retcon that uh, Frank, or not Frank Ocean, just Ocean has Danny Ocean has a sister because, of course, he's had a sister the whole time. You didn't Duh. know that? That's crazy. Duh. Duh. It's called Every good writing, day. Abby. Come Wait, on. are you sure they retconned it? Because I feel like he mentioned a sibling before, but like maybe I'm wrong. I'm not well versed on the Ocean's Eleven extended family lore. Yeah. In in all fairness, I own all three movies, so it's kind of chaos in my brain. I don't. <laughs> and there's spend, no real. We don't talk about Ocean's Twelve. We don't talk about it. I don't spend a lot of time on Oceanpedia, uh, guys. <laughs> ladies, I mean, folks. <laughs> It's Girls Trip. Who, uh, okay, Alexia, this was your movie that you brought to the table. Do you want to summarize the plot to Girls Trip for us? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Long story, very, very short. Um, It is essentially four college friends who have grown apart, are reunited when the most famous of all of the members is asked to be the keynote speaker for a symposium in New Orleans, where she invites all of her friends to tag along. There are years of history, some contention, some downright pandemonium. They meet up in New Orleans. All hell breaks loose when the gossip columnist best friend um, is sent some photos from her paparazzi person. I don't know, whatever, whatever you call that. Paparazzi um, plug. There you go. Plug. Paparazzi plug. Um, <laughs> send some photos to, to said friend um, of the main character, Ryan, who brought them all together, her husband cheating on her with <laughs> an Instagram influencer. <laughs> um, and uh, through the course of the movie, they have some questionable dance moves, very, very suspect behavior, general partying in Louisiana, and um, eventually learn that their friendship is greater than her crumbling marriage. The end. The end. If you've seen a movie Lexi, you recently before, went to a, a girl's trip in Louisiana, in New Orleans itself. Does it compare? 
Yes. <laughs> I think you forget who I went with. Like it was a fucking ruckus time. Yeah. Okay. So like it was my urinate on. That was oh my I, god. Thank you. I, I was gonna. I was waiting for. Didn't it. pee on anybody. I did not pee on anybody. But I did stand at the corner where that happened because I was like, oh my god, it's the corner from Girls Trip, and like half the girls had not seen that movie, but the one cool girl who had, we were like, let's go on the balcony, and then yeah, piss on some strangers. Um, Woo! I mean, we did. We Golden did not in fact. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> We did not, in fact, piss on strangers, but I did have an allergic reaction to a fireball shot that swelled my mouth up to the point where it was just me, like, standing on the balcony trying to down water until That's I... That's horrible. Least. I'm so sorry. Really it's bad. all good. That sounds it miserable. Is no cinnamon for Alexia. <laughs> no, so fun fact, like, half the ingredients in Fireball are, like, so heavily toxic. That's why it tastes like... <laughs> Spicy garbage. <laughs> Terrific. <laughs> but keep in mind, these are the fr- like these are the types of people who consistently do fireball shots. So you should just like like setting the stage for who I was with. Yes, it was very much an accurate representation of the post trip <laughs> movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. Well, let's yep. talk our relationships with the movie. Who would like to go first? I don't Do have one. Do you want one. me to go first since I chose the movie? <laughs> sure. <laughs> yes. Cool, 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 cool. So um, I watched this movie one night when my mom and I were really bored. Um, we were like, let's pick this. It looks funny. It was by like a similar producer as like Jumping the Broom or something. And my mom loved that movie. So I was like, sure, let's do it. Um, and we thought it was hilarious and ridiculous and totally irrational. And that was pretty much how I felt about it. I loved it for no reason it is not cinematically stunning let's just give put it right out there but it made me giggle and again i have crazy friends so it felt really apt um and then i forced chris to come see it with me at a brunch version of the alamo in fairness he had the choice between bridesmaids and girls trip and he chose girls trip and then he also enjoyed the movie i would have chosen girls trip over bridesmaids any day right like, I it was just the move. And I hate Girls Trip more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. oh, come so. on. Bridesmaids is infinitely worse. It is so much worse. I don't know. Oh. If you have to choose between diarrhea in the streets and an aerial golden shower in the streets, I pick diarrhea every time. <laughs> oh, my God. Absolutely not. Okay. You all know how I feel about vomiting, first and foremost. Mm-hmm. And secondly... Again, you want to talk about some whitewashing? Bridesmaids is also an aggressive whitewashing movie, not least of which that they're always in contention with one another. Not in like a I love you way, but in a I will destroy you way. I'm sorry. Rose they're Burns always can. in contention with each other. <laughs> this movie, the whole first hour and 45 minutes was them fucking shouting at each other, calling each other bitches and hoes. And that. none of that was... Okay, sorry. I'm bring let's let's, back let's in. get to our relationship. This is why Vanessa's here, folks. You're going to the whole time! Who's, who's up next? Who's this up next? This was my this first time right. ever seeing this movie. Uh, Vanessa's Abby. up next. What's your relationship with the movie? Yeah, clearly. It was... It, <laughs> <laughs> it was um, it was for this podcast. So I, I think I heard about this movie when it came out. Um, I've seen no part of this movie ever before, but I have heard the part where they uh, they shame their friend for the dress. It's a TikTok sound, so I've seen people shaming their friends for a specific dress uh, on TikTok. 
and that's about it. And I was pretty sure that it was from this movie, which made me kind of excited because I do think that that part is a little bit funny, and then it was not funny in the actual movie, and that made me upset. <laughs> <laughs> that's my relationship. Um, since since mine's on topic, I'll go. Um, I watched this movie for this podcast. I'd never seen it. I was very excited about it because everyone expressed excitement in the group chat. Um, and then I had to write about it in my mood journal um, <laughs> as I'm tracking my mental illness and trying to understand it better. Um, I had bad dreams about the opening credits of the movie. I uh, got acid reflux in my sleep. And I had to calm my wife down no less than five times and tell her to stop raging and venting about Girl's Trip and just go to bed. And she kept giving me a, and another thing! <laughs> he, he went to bed viscerally angry. Like, I stayed up until about 12.30 reading something nonsensical on my phone to get my mind off of Girl's Trip, and it tried to jump back to the hatred, and I shut it down. So we're working heel for this segment. <laughs> All right. Oh my god. Abby, go ahead, oh. please. <laughs> oh, did you already did you already do it? I can't remember. No, not yet. Okay, okay. Um, my relationship is pretty similar to Vanessa's. I had not seen the movie until now, and had only ever heard that it's a pretty popular sound where the girls are just talking about the dress on TikTok. So I was just like, yeah, that's all I I knew about it. And yes, yeah. we'll get into and it. And here we are now. It's um, it's are. very clear I, I do not use TikTok at all because I have never heard that sound by it. Yeah, I, I was going to say. It's like one of the most popular because I looked up Girls Trip on TikTok because I wanted to see what other people were talking about about mm -hmm. it. And that's like the only thing that pops up on TikTok is that one sound. I need to spend more time on dress TikTok. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it's like it's like a uh, an acting there's a skit kind of theme of tiktok where yeah. girls will like do the whole they dress up for each character mm -hmm. and then they do the characterizations for each one and it's really fun to watch that or it's like tiktok bachelorette <laughs> tiktok too i feel like i've seen it on like i mean i haven't mm -hmm. seen it in a long time but it was really popular like a year ago year. or something yeah like sometime mm -hmm. last year oh, um okay. so the trend came and went mm -hmm. yeah. yeah i've been I on TikTok, tiktok for a month yeah <laughs> yeah like four months so, oh, nice! Yeah, I've had mine Greg. for like, I yeah, I've had it for like four weeks. I'm I'm behind on everything. Oh. I've been entrenched in TikTok since 2019. Ooh, <laughs> I, down I have problem. I downloaded <laughs> so, it whatever day they said it was going to be the last because the, what, whatever was going yes. on. Yeah, when oh, whoever yeah. was in office said we're uh, no longer yeah. doing it, it's going to be illegal. I was like, well, bump that noise. I want to know why it's so <laughs> illegal. And then it's just silly shit. Just There's nothing it. serious huh. about it. It's all just silliness. Well, I thought it was, I thought it was because it was like run by a Chinese company, but then it like yeah. got taken over and like yeah. I don't know. This country has a lot of xenophobia. Trump tried to take it down because of the whole China thing, yeah. and then it was like okay. China, Greg, what is your relationship with Girls Trip? <laughs> uh, had never seen it. My wife was. I think she had seen like parts of it and thought it was really funny so we watched it together she was laughing her ass off the whole time she's definitely <laughs> the kind of person who's just like i don't care about quality <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> leah just wants to have fun exactly she's, she's like she i just want, want stuff to make me laugh and be funny like she's mm -hmm. a very 
Like, she wants the simplest thing from movies. She can have, like, a good time with, like, good movies. She loves, like, everything everywhere all at once. Like, there's really good movies she really likes. But at the end of the day, if she's just, like, coming off a long day at work, she's just, like, put on something I don't have to pay that much attention to, and I'll just see some stuff I'm going to laugh at. And we did. So I think I enjoyed it a lot more than most of the people here. Yeah, I mean, I didn't realize this movie had a funny part, you know, so I'm learning things already. (laughs) (laughs) I told you I'm working heel. Denny and Vanessa are going to be fishy. We're heels. We're heels. Uh, I guess it all depends on your your mileage with Tiffany Haddish, because I think she's awesome. Like, if you've seen uh, Bad Trip, that Eric Andre... Does she only make trip movies? Yeah, sure. Bad trip, girls <laughs> trip. Yeah, Which, we'll have to rewatch movies. Euro Trip and see if she I was like an extra. Movies movies. <laughs> She's somewhere <laughs> in the background. She's in the nude beach scene with the old naked men. If you look closely, you can see Tiffany Haddish just running oh between them. Untitled extra, uncredited. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know. This is a chicks rock episode and it sounds. I'll just I'll wind you guys up real quick. Um, is this movie providing a healthy picture of female relationships in any way. Ready, go. Grenade tossed. <laughs> <laughs> so, so this is my thing. I, like... Grenade I, Can I, can I, uh, Alexia, because I, I I really like your perspective on movies, and I, like, this is the counselor part of me, like, help me understand, because I really want to understand. <laughs> I disliked this with every fiber of my being. We literally <laughs> muted it for about five minutes because we wanted to shit talk it for a while and missed nothing. No no key points. That's when what's-his-face, Neo's cousin, I don't know, whatever his face is, who's like, oh, only yeah. one woman for me, no extra pussy around here, thanks for blah blah blah, like... That's, that was um, my wedding vows, not girls' trip. <laughs> you know, the, like, the, the, the side chick boy for, for Ryan, I don't remember his name because who cares about... For me, sorry. Other people Oh yeah, care the about musician guy. Names. Yeah, the music The boy. bass player, yeah. The bass player, yeah. Um, I, I forgot his that, name. That's too. the only thing that we, like, missed was his introduction, but I picked up on literally, like, they said it so many times that they were like, like, we were friends before, but I was like, oh, they must have been friends from before, and then they continued <laughs> to say it, just in case we forgot. Um, sorry. What? Help me understand why this movie, what is rocking about this? Because I really, I, I am open to other perspectives. I cannot see it, and I feel like I'm trying with a microscope. Help me. That was an aggressive and loaded question, (laughs) pretending to invite perspective. No, I am. Like, I want to know. I I, I legitimately, that did sound really bitchy, and I didn't mean it that way. I'm really sorry. Like, seriously, I want to know. Alexia. Alexia, we love you, but what the fuck, dude? God damn, that was like Sorry. that was like a little bit that was like it's a little just like a little vicious. I love you so much. The- I think like a couple of things because I I had this conversation with Chris because we were sitting and I was like talking about the movies that we'd chosen and I I was saying like because he kept saying things and I was like I wanted to choose a movie that didn't necessarily revolve around girls and a dude and like like chasing a dude and he was like listing all these movies and I was like still chasing a dude like Mm -hmm. I wanted to choose something where at the end the main character chose herself over a dude and like over what she thought that the world would expect from her 
And I think that that was more my chick's rock moment than necessarily the relationships. Because, And also keep in mind, like, we all have unhealthy relationships and some are good and some are like things that we can and should work on. And so my focus wasn't necessarily on, again, the like girl friendships, although I think there's still something to be said there as somebody who has like friends where sometimes I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? I love you, but like <laughs> I question all of your life choices. Um, and again, like I said, I went to New Orleans with a group of people, right? At one point I was like, this is a disaster. Um, but <laughs> like, yeah, the, my, my problem was that there are so few portrayals of women in the media where they really like aren't chasing a guy, aren't thinking about like, how do I make this romantic connection? And like, even though they have their friends, their friends are just kind of adjacent. The movie's not about them caring about their friends or trying to work on themselves. It's about them chasing a guy. Mm-hmm. And there were, and, and like I said, Chris kept listing movies and I was like, nope, not that one. And he did mention like, you know, Bridesmaids. And I was like, absolutely not. And then he mentioned okay. Ocean's 8. And the I was like, Chris also, no. Nope. the protagonist problems to her and he's 100% oh. right. <laughs> I was gonna oh say, like, God. isn't that movie just mansplained? Yeah, yes. it is, and it's like <gasps> not like commented on. It's just like Kristen Wiig's solution. Like she just needed to mm-hmm. listen to a man because she didn't understand her own problems. Yeah. And I've always been like, oh my God, how do women like this? I'm uncomfortable with it. Like, <laughs> so many of these movies were clearly written by men for women to act out, and it was just like. It hurt me so like, and and yeah. again the women the women did come really close to girls trip, but again girls trip I chose more of a like I chose myself over society's expectations of me sticking by my man and I chose my myself and my own happiness and my own success over like staying with somebody who doesn't value me, um so that was my choice for why right. it was a girls rock movie. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So that, that I was feel like this movie could have like though. sorry like cause that that was like the one side that I was like, okay, it is really hard to find girl movies of, like, friendship between girls that, like, aren't, that was even part of our conversation last night, was, like, there are so few movies about women that also don't revolve around her trying to get a man, or a man trying to get her, or, like, this, like, a key relationship within it, like, yeah, I, I do agree with that. It is really difficult to find movies just about women hanging out and being women. Mm -hmm. Like, and also, Abby already chosen chase stick man. it. So, what's that? I said, an Abby had already chosen stick it. Okay, like Very true. that's the hallmark. That's that's also another hallmark movie of our friendship. Like mm-hmm. not knowing Abby and I, like we chose, we saw two movies in theaters. One of them was Stick It, and one of them was The Covenant. And so, like, I couldn't choose that one, so I had to pick something else. <laughs> Abby, I feel like this movie could have, and honestly, benefited from focusing on just one person instead of just creating four chaotic people so that they can yeah. focus on uh, Rachel's relationship. Like, Ra- Rachel's storyline could have been great if they had just focused on what Alexia was saying. Just that you mean one. Ryan? She- Ryan. Yeah. Sorry, yes. Ryan. Ryan. And it, it would have benefited so much from just focusing on Ryan's growth from that where she's just like, I don't need my husband after all, but they... I think they deviated a lot by trying to make everybody a main character yeah. and everybody as I don't know. It just it was a lot when you have that many cha- that much chaos. It becomes kind of clustered. That was a thought I had about actually all three movies this week. Like it was weird that it lined up this <laughs> way, but I was like, they all have uh, they all have so much happen in them 
that it like they change locations, they change scenes, they focus on so many characters that they all feel really, really long. And Girls Trip is over two hours, but like Mean Girls and yeah. Stick It are ninety minutes. You know, like they, but like because they do so much, it feels like they're going on forever when like really they're not. You know, but it's like I, I felt like all three of the movies could have gotten more out of a little less. You know, like they could have trimmed some stuff down and and let some let some more significant stuff breathe. You know, like and they all could have got a little extra mileage out of what they were doing. I thought. Yeah, I think it's also fair to like to note that like other than maybe Nomadland, um, have you ever seen a like a girls movie that's just like carried by a single woman? Like almost all girl like girl movies or girl centered movies are ensemble. Francis Ha. Except, except I would say horror movies where you have the final girl and she has to carry herself to the finish line. Very true. (laughs) What do you think? I think about like Wild is another one that's like. Wild, yeah. Oh, yeah. I like that one a lot. Wild with Reese Witherspoon. Where they completely glossed over the fact that she relapsed into a cocaine addiction near the end of the book and then was like, actually, never mind. But what what do y'all attribute (laughs) that to? Like, is it writing? Is it like women more relate to an ensemble cast? Or is Hollywood thinks women want to see it? What do you guys think? Why do you guys think that is? I think Hollywood says women won't like this unless we have a whole bunch of known name women, like known names. Otherwise, nobody's going to want to see a movie about a woman. Uh, I Can you imagine? I feel like it's because girls, like, socially, women travel in groups. Like, it's a joke about women, like, going to the bathroom together. And, like, to be fair, I have so many stories of, like, four of us cramming into a single person stall and just, like, being in there. <laughs> right? Like, um... I think that like we put this thing out that like a woman on her own is vulnerable. A woman on her own is like unprotected, unsafe, <laughs> like and in a lot of cases in our society that's true. A woman by herself is infinitely more susceptible to those things. And so I think because you tend to find women in pairs, in groups, like movies, books, it's always a girl and her best friend or multiple women who all have this like tight little circle um so i think that that's why the movies always reflect that when you're when you're truly thinking about it i mean i'm unusual as a person for being mostly by myself and like traversing around groups even you all like denny vanessa abby ivy you all are part of friend groups hi hi greg I, i like don't even know what your friends look like so i just like don't want to speak for that no one really knows what greg's um, deal is he's just yeah, but, he's, he's kind of like, like colin robinson I've, that podcast not even no greg's one knows what his deal is. Good. <laughs> well i just i don't want to speak for him that's rude um yeah. but like to be fair like i don't have a friend group the way you all do like there aren't people that i'm consistently gathering with it's like i go visit abby or i go to charlotte or i you know go to the coast or i go up to massachusetts like i don't have this like core little group of friends that i you know mostly spend my time with um i didn't never have but that's a very unusual thing and sometimes it's a lonely road man and no one wants to feel lonely Mm -hmm. especially girls we need emotional support man men Mm -hmm. also need emotional support but they sometimes i don't understand why they don't congregate usually the way that they do it it is a fascinating well, concept and i would love to explore that more but this is something vanessa has told me before that she's like hey there's like this like 
lone wolf thing for men where you can be like an outsider and like there's really not like a female equivalent role you know like that's what you've told me before that it's like there's not it's not really something that gets rewarded or viewed as badass you know when it's yeah it's like most of us i mean so much of our like early play is including it's like you know part like partner or group play you know even things like that it's like Mm -hmm. yeah you want to be part of the in girls or whatever like you know and and even Mm -hmm. not we're not to mean girls yet but like that's that's what highlights like how katie is weird is that she doesn't have a place yet um yeah no and I, i even thinking like the movie wild like that's a big piece of like she's she's going through the wilderness by herself and she is very vulnerable and it's empowering for her to do things by herself and yet it also really highlights the fact that like she is vulnerable she is alone there are some really dangerous things Mm -hmm. that happen to her because of that and she's also like is she being ignorant at a certain point maybe you know like was that the wisest thing Mm -hmm. for her to do maybe maybe not you know uh, maybe other people can make that judgment like for herself or whatever but like objectively there are sometimes like dude if you'd had a buddy you probably would have felt safer um and and it's also okay that you wanted to do that alone but it's yeah it's it's very different i i think even like the just tone of seeing things like that like hits differently than a movie hanging out with like your girlfriends yeah i mean yeah. Like, even other women, they'll be like, oh, you know, I spent, what, like, a year and some traveling the country, and people are like, that's so brave, but I could never do that. And it's like, <laughs> and it was almost always women saying that. Dudes were like, right on! Like, but but girl, girls were like, I could never do that. And I was like, cool, well, I yeah. I did do it, and, like, I'm, I'm sorry that that's, like, not something Dude, that's I could do. Sick. But, yeah, like, like... like Mm, it did, but it did. It very much felt like, oh, well, I would never do that, or I could never do that. And I was like, okay, well. And a lot of that does come down to, like, the safety issue again, where it's just, like, the fear of doing something by yourself like that, where you're just like, I couldn't do that. I would be too afraid. Yeah. So I got a, it gets a little judgy-wudgy, even. Like, it, it sounds like it's not just about yeah. safety, but more about, like, you shouldn't be doing that is kind of is kind of what you hear. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. We've been, like, I'm the even my own mother. I've traveled by myself, mm-hmm. like... I feel pretty safe traveling by myself. I've done it, like, nationally and internationally, like, um, but I'm also on guard more than I normally, Mm -hmm. like, just thinking about, like, going on a trip with people, like, if I'm driving by myself versus driving with a group, like, I'm less, like, yeah, I'm still watching the road, but I'm, like, I'm more connected to what's happening in the car versus, like, if I'm by myself, I'm, like, watching my surroundings, I'm watching other cars around me, I'm, like... Has the car been following me for too long? Like, are we just going to the same place? Mm -hmm. Or is this something that I also need to be worried about? Like, even though I'm not, like, actually worried about that, really. Like, if I were to be like, do I think that that's really possible? Probably not. Is it probable? Probably not as well. However, I'm more on edge because I'm alone. Um, Mm -hmm. So, with this in mind, could you guys explain to me why it was played for laughs when one of the women in this movie drugged all of her friends' drinks? Without their consent. Excessively. <laughs> that is the one time. She's a, she's a wild card, okay? It she's was. just a wild and wacky girl. It was portrayed to kind of be an accent. She was just like, no, oh, you know, she sure, bought like, the it's absinthe alcohol. to intentionally do no. it and not like to them about it and snuck it in their drinks. And then they all thought it was funny instead of being like, holy fuck, I've been roofied. Someone help me. Like, what the fuck was that well, about? Well, they did. They played it as a joke too, where she bought the bottle and was like, 
Like, right, no, no. And he goes, a little bit. And she goes, all of it. A little bit, all of Just the, the whole back and forth. No, no, I can handle it kind of attitude. Yeah. And she's just, like, didn't realize how potent, mm-hmm. I guess it was. Didn't listen to how potent it was when it was explicitly explained to her with extreme caution. From the guy on the street corner. Yeah. I think she understood. I, mean, I think that's also... the thing about that character. She fully understood and was like, Let's turn up. But that's that's, yeah. like, that's who she was. That's who she was through the movie. Even when she got fired from her job, she was like, "I'll see you on Tuesday." Like that was literally the hallmark <laughs> oh, of her yeah. personality. Was like, "I don't. Whatever you say to me, I don't care. I'm gonna do my own thing." Okay, thanks. Bye. Don't care. Doing it anyway. <laughs> I hated her for that. that's fair i mean to be fair like that is my least favorite part of that whole movie if nothing else then because i am terrified of losing control of my own body and that Mm -hmm. shit would Mm -hmm. scare me it would scare anyone if you fucking drugged them without their consent that's a horrible thing to do to your friends and they're just like ah oh, she's she's up she's up to it she again that we're wild crazy card. and to me that felt very much like a and I, I have no idea like I didn't look anything up about the writers of this movie um that felt more like two a, women one man okay well I don't know that felt like a men writing women instance of like mm. I don't think that girlfriends would do that to each other be especially like Again, it's not okay. I could see that being more realistic if everyone's hanging out at home. Like, okay, we're gonna slip something. Like, you know, we're all gonna trip together no. in our home. No, I'm not saying Without it's okay. It's people. not okay. I'm not saying that. I'm saying like that. I could believe a little bit more than like if they were in a safer environment rather than a we, whole like, city. Are watchful. Like, we're watching for people actively yeah. drugging your friends. Like you. There is a watchfulness of, like, we're here to have a good time, but we're also here to have a safe time. Um, Again, Mm -hmm. I don't really have that much experience going to clubs. Shocker. Um, But I assume (laughs) that that is pretty prevalent. And it's, I don't know, it's what I hear from other people. And also just an idea of, like, okay, I'm watching out for my friends who other people are around and things like that. Like, even at the places where we locally go out, like, if someone approaches friends who aren't wanting to be approached it's like hey what's going on like just perking up and being like more mindful of that i i don't know that's that's what i feel like it it did not feel true to like what women going out would do like there's someone at least like less intoxicated than others who is like the mom friend of the group like that wasn't Mm -hmm. i don't know what what do you guys think am i just yeah the mom friend of the group ended up being like the one who was like i desperately need to let loose and then they did not I don't feel like they gave her like the right kind of easing into that kind of I don't know it just felt like everybody had their set role and then it's like they deviated very far from it tried to have fun with it and then just never got any resolution to that either I guess going into this like like, yeah that's fair I think going into this I was immediately like this is not going to be a realistic movie like I, I think I like took a, I took a step back, um, just knowing who the cast was, and like knowing what the movie was about, and that it was in New Orleans. Like I just took a really big step back, and <laughs> was like, this is not going to be a super realistic movie. Like all of this is going to be inflated for laughs. It's going to be like more outrageous, more ridiculous. Yeah. Like on, on a variety of levels. Like again, we talked about white chicks already. Like that was the kind of like like level of suspension of disbelief that I like 
brought into this, I wasn't expecting it to be a super, like, like, I was waiting for a break, like, a dance battle sort of scenario. Like, I was very much prepared it. for, like, yeah, I got one. Too, yep. like, a really similar scene. I think it was inspired by Girls Trip. but i guess like for me it was like i would hate that but i also think that like a lot of this was meant to be aggressively exaggerated and not realistic at all so i i guess i like didn't take any realism from it in the same way that like or in a different way from like when i went to see hustlers and like wanted to throw up and was very uncomfortable watching them drug like the patrons of the bar Spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Hustlers. Like, I truly, like, I cried. I cried in the theater, like, thinking about how, like, much they took advantage of those people because it was a very gritty, realistic scene. Whereas in Girls Trip, it was kind of like, oh, this would never, like, you're right. Girlfriends would never have done that to each other. Um, Mm -hmm. Or if they, like, like, they just wouldn't have because it's it's just not a realistic thing to happen. But it's also Mm -hmm. not realistic that we'd have a dance battle um, or that somebody would pee in the middle of the air um, yeah. says you some people yeah. pay good money for two free golden showers like that's a that's a great night for a they kept people. standing there oh no stop please i'm yeah. not gonna move oh, this goes on for <laughs> uh, 10 yeah. more minutes i'm gonna do something about it <laughs> <laughs> that would yeah. be a long ass wait yeah although yeah. i don't know my my partner just told me a story about his friend like just peeing himself consistently at fe- music festivals so like i honestly am like know nothing apparently about the world but <laughs> some people That's have right. their things yeah so although i will say as a friend i need everybody here to agree that you will never use food and especially citrus fruits in your playtime because that is horribly dangerous oh yeah never <laughs> horribly dangerous to use food of any kind. <laughs> I, uh, I try to keep everything out of my pee safe. hole that I can. Uh, rule number one in life Ugh. is don't put it in your pee hole. So yeah. As soon as she brought up the grapefruit, I was like, no, 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 I was trying to forget. Uh. Yeah, this, one of the, one of the writers for this movie, she was one of the writers for Borat. So this does come across uh. as like a, what if ridiculous <laughs> shit happened over here? And what if ridiculous shit happened over there? Some of it bodily stuff, some of it just loud, crass, yelling, (laughs) swearing at strangers kind of shit. So the same kind of humor gets brought over, but from like a narrative movie structure, it's a little harder to digest, I I guess. I think one of the things that I find most interesting is when you look at these movies, the the theme is like girls going out and having fun. Bridesmaids, uh, girls trip there was also rough night with uh, scarlett johansson like there's there's a whole slew of these and of they are fun. all categorized into the raunchy category and it's like is it illegal for women to just have fun without it being like disgusting raunchy out of yes. this world craziness yes it is like is that why why does that always have to because when you look up girls trip if you just google it all of the reviews say raunchy time, raunchy time. And it's just like, mm-hmm. this isn't porn, unless it is. They did have non-consensual nudes that they showed each other of a 21-year-old. Uh, I felt very uncomfortable of what if we swapped the genders and the movie ended with a bunch of men in their 40s looking at a non-consensual 21-year-old vagina pic. I, I didn't appreciate that ending, and it raised a lot of eyebrows <laughs> for me. And I... 
I have a lot of problems with this movie, and I'm really... Well, because, like, and this is something I'm trying to check, right? Like, I know that, like, I was raised in a very misogynistic household, and I didn't have sisters. I was alienated from my mom, um, and I, 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 I'm trying to check my own shit around being like, hey, if I'm being honest, sometimes femininity does irritate me for the sake of being femininity, because I've been, like, my whole life conditioned to be like, ugh, girly, lame, not me. I don't like girly stuff. Uh, girly <laughs> stuff is lame. Pink bikes? No. Playing house? Lame. I like blue bikes and playing Mortal Kombat. You know, like, and, and so... wrestling toys. I, I really am trying... I do like wrestling toys. Um, but... Hmm. I, I really am trying to... Because I, I also have, like, a fascination with, like, how women view the world differently than I do. You know, like, and, like... On the note of realism, I'm very aware that I'm like, a lot of feminine movies don't appeal to me simply because women are socialized into realism and men are socialized into fantasy. You know, like, we play, boys are like playing dragons and made up bullshit and they teach women like how to have social skills and like, you know, like how to do useful things. Like, like playing it's, house. Yeah. Playing house, mm -hmm. having tea parties, raising babies. Playing with the baby doll. Right, and there's there's mm -hmm. problems with that too, right? But I'm saying, like, my my brand of superficial is so much more um, non-realistic. You know, like, and so I think that's what gets confusing for me. Like, when Alexia says, like, well, I knew this wasn't going to be a realistic movie. And I'm like, um, I didn't see any animatronic puppets, so I assumed it would be realistic. <laughs> I um, saw no bears. Prince Goro was nowhere to be seen, so I assumed <laughs> this is supposed to be operating in reality. And I think there's something that I just, that probably doesn't click with me, just because we were raised into very different worlds where I'm like, this, this is not a rose-tinted movie. You're not watching reality through a different lens but the characters aren't behaving realistically. And I think maybe for me, that just doesn't compute. And I'm fascinated that like, I can be around women that are just like, what? I didn't even question it. What are you talking about? Everybody, everybody <laughs> knew what this was, man. You know, like that's, mm. I don't know. It's just so interesting to me. Where do, do y'all see that disconnect? Am I, am I mansplaining female socialization versus male socialization? I certainly hope not. Vanessa smiled if, like I was. No, oh my no, god, no, I'm no, so no. sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> she was giving you no, an no, encouraging no. smile. Yeah, no, I think I, was just, I don't. No, that I don't think that like, at all. No, you're not doing anything wrong. Like you're you're cute. You're fine. Okay, okay. Because I was yeah. trying to be honest and you know like and self reflect about some areas of growth for me that like excite me about this stuff. Even if like I don't always enjoy it, I'm, I am interested in the different perspective. And I can also say like yeah, it's not really targeted towards me so why would i like it that doesn't mean it's terrible you know like but i am more used to everything being targeted towards me so it's a little jarring and i gotta check my shit you know yeah i i think that too like one when you posit things as like this is my perspective and this is how i view this or how this is how i experienced it like that's not mansplaining that's just giving your like giving your journey and how, and how you're seeing it so like no <laughs> first of all no but, but second of all, like, um, I do think there's a, there's a huge difference between background and like how you've experienced life too, because like, as we discussed, you know, I'm saying like, it doesn't scare me to be alone or do all these things alone because honestly, I grew up in a home that felt unsafe for me a lot of the time. So it's like, so me doing things on my own, not scary at all. Um, I also like, you know, Abby and I were also socialized somewhat as teenagers and young women in the South. 
Um, you know, mm-hmm. I spent time in the North, so I knew what the, the difference was in my relationships and how I built my social group in the North and then how I was valued and how I socialized in the South. And I think, like... It's very different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, from com- I mean, coming into the South, like, those relationships were far more contentious. So, like, seeing some of those ridiculous, like, over-dramatized relationships play out, like, you know, yeah, I'm like you're very well aware that those are dramatized, but there are also some like very real women's issues in those relationships. Like there are definitely instances where like women are set up to compete against one another or they have to choose between their success or their relationships. Mm -hmm. Um, And so like for me, yes, I knew like you, it's not unrealistic for you to be like, I had no idea that this was like supposed to be quote unquote, like fantasy or fiction. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It didn't register with, Right. But like, you know, as somebody who also has like the some very similar relationships to some of those things, like my friend actually texted me not too long ago and was like, I feel like we don't talk as much. And I was like, yeah, because you really like undermined our friendship in this like one like moment of not being here for me. And then I just didn't want to fucking deal with you for a little bit. We read the gossip column that she printed about you, Alexia. Okay. Like, <laughs> that's right. Yes. I all subscribed to her it. secrets page. And that was very unfriend-like of her. Uncool. We all agree. It was all Dick just very move. Gossip Girl style. Dick move. Thank you. Thank XO, you. Sorry, XO. vagina move. XO. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's nice. um, Actually, it's an ovary Safety. move. Thank you, because ovaries are bitches. Yeah. Um, because the, vag- the vagina is amazing and resilient and, like, loving, and it's the ovaries that want to destroy the ovaries you. Are the ovaries bitches. are little pussies. <laughs> 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 If I may. Little vulvas, um, Greg. We're doing anatomy right oh, now. Oh, sorry, sorry. This is anatomy class when we're talking about the grapefruit fucking movie. I'm um, so tired of being the only one here who knows about women's anatomy. So tired of it. After all this oh time God. I spent teaching if, you guys about women, you still don't uh, understand. They still I mean, maybe, here's the, maybe they need to hear it again. Here's the thing. like, All of these movies are kind of like that, right? Like, Girls Trip is an over-exaggeration of, of honestly, black female culture and, like, contentious relationships and, and things like that. And then Stick It is an over-exaggeration of the gymnastics world and, and what that really looks like. And then Mean Girls is just an over-exaggeration of high school in general. So I feel like yeah. we had to take a serious fantasy element to all three of these movies. And a lot of women's movies are actually like that. There are very, again, also very few where they d- like display true like day-to-day female life. <laughs> it's almost like yeah. it, the, the like yeah, to see healthy relationships would be too traumatic. It's that everybody's got to be contentious at first. Because, I mean, Vanessa, you're right. Like, they do scream at each other a lot. I do. I did find some of it, like, playful screaming. But, again, I also have friends who would be like, that looks fucking ugly. You need to take it off. So, like, you know, I don't, I don't really know. <laughs> but um, I do, like, I do think that all women's movies, too, even start with, like, friends who are contentious. And then afterwards, Chris was like, you should have chosen She's the Man. And I was like... Yeah, but still chasing a dude, but like a better, maybe like a better choice of female. I love like, she's I know it's such a fucking good movie, but again, it's her chasing a dude, and I was like trying really hard to move away from that. But um, to be fair, it's Channing Tatum, the greatest himbo of all time. House I Bunny, know. y'all. Why did we not pick House Bunny? 
House. I want to watch House. Buddy. Honestly, no. I I'm sorry. I I. I like that movie, but I do not think it is a girls rock movie. I think it's a like girls change themselves, then are like, "Fuck that! It's too much work. I hate everything." Like, I'm gonna like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. When they become more masculine, (laughs) it did not land. They go towards a different direction. Greg, edit that out. (laughs) They go like a different direction. They go too far to the left, and then they figure out their center is is how. I would. I probably would have chosen Practical Magic of Vanessa, and I did not watch that movie all the time every year. I'm not allowed to be in the house when (laughs) Vanessa watches that movie. Yeah, don't worry. This year it'll be just me and Abby, and you can go hang out with Ivy. Because at least Practical Magic is with Ivy. Come with us, Alexia. Come watch it. We're gonna make midnight. Yeah, Denny, come over. We'll watch Live, Die, Repeat or something at my place, Denny. <laughs> Just everything oh ever God, at once yes. again. Yeah! I, my 4K I'm torn because Yeah, I'm torn because everything everywhere all at once, also amazing, but like ooh, practical magic. It's. I also have a sister, so like a sister who is literally somebody who I've had to corral frequently, so like, <laughs> like practical magic is our is our movie. It's like actually our movie, so I would oh, be down for that. Would also. kill a man for Leah. It is, I would. It's no. Just, it's taking and, a lot of restraint for me to fine. hear everything, everywhere, all at once mentioned as a peer to Practical Magic. I'm going to be honest. I'm just <laughs> going to get that out of my system, and then I'm going to walk away from the subject. But it is very hard for me to hear it. <laughs> you have to. You have to remember. There's a huge difference between cinematic brilliance and what your heart feels inside. Okay. I like. And ultimately, combat. I'm no better than anyone. I. I, I get yeah. It. I agree. Like, go. to be quite honest, nobody <laughs> gives a fuck about a movie unless they feel some type of way about it. And that's yes. the truth. It can be a cinematic masterpiece, and I could be like, it was gorgeous, but I hated it. And then I'll never watch it again. People don't make movies for, to be like, that was just so brilliant. They're like, I loved it. Yeah. And that's why. You yeah. want to feel something when you yeah. let me Let me women's well, blame this to you. But I just we mean, already, like... <laughs> we already covered the country bears, so we get it. Yeah. Oh my we God. know what art is, guys. Okay? <laughs> We're not like... <laughs> Newbies. We know what it is. also covered Brink. 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 Yeah, Brink. I appreciated its sequel the first five minutes of Stick It. Ah. <laughs> Brink it. Can I just say one more thing? Like, and, and this is not about like the movie, whether it's like females in power and stuff. I just how slightly lazy was it that they just shot at the actual Essence Festival? And it's just the actual, I'm like, how much money did they save the actual shooting Festival. the actual Essence Festival? Or not really money saved, but it, like, that was one of the pieces that made me feel like it was supposed to be kind of centered in reality. It was like they kept dipping back and forth, because I was like, Cheers. they're literally at a real place right now. Like, they're filming, mm-hmm. I know that they're there, this, this happens every year in New Orleans. It, like, for me, it took me a little bit out of, like, the unbelievable world of this movie because like I, I did I did get that piece I was like they're not you know it obviously is being played for laughs like friends are kind of like this but also it is exaggerated like obviously it's dialed up to 11 um not our dog but the dial um <laughs> but yeah I just the amount of time that they kept and it even like changed the like they didn't use the same camera. They, like, had a different camera. And not even just the selfie stick, but, like, a worse camera. It wasn't cinematic that they brought into those, like, wide concert shots. And I was like, this is messing yeah. with my, like, perspective of this movie. Because you're literally changing, like, the the type of camera that you're using. And it is not editing together well. 
that's like a comic felt, about like the I, whole movie itself, not like that Pete, but yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. That that felt like somebody fair. snuck a DSLR camera into the show mm-hmm. or like was supposed to have one and they're like, Oh yeah, we're just taking pictures. We're really shooting yeah, a movie. I I'm not sure like <laughs> I'm not sure what the budget for this movie was, but I did read in several accounts that Tiffany Haddish was only paid $80,000 for this movie, Whoa. and I feel like her comedy carries. Like, it is yes. her comedy She's the star of the carry. show. Yes. Like, even as someone who didn't like the movie, paid, star of the show, right? Like She was only paid $80,000, and it's wow. like, was the budget that low? I don't feel like the budget I guarantee was that low. It, it didn't seem like well, it the whole time. It was a New Orleans commercial, so maybe... <laughs> the state of New Orleans spent their advertising right, budget. They are. Up. They have Good been planning a, city. a sequel for some time now. At least since 2020, they've been planning a sequel. So it, once that comes out, we all have to go watch it at the same time. Where are they going to no. go? Come back with it. Where are they going to go? <laughs> the budget was I hope 19 they go million. Somewhere out of the country. <laughs> 19 million. 19 million, which million? is pretty okay. low for a movie with this many stars in it. For what it's worth, like. Oh, they're gonna they're gonna like, do a <laughs> Sex in the City too and go to. Um, the Middle East, and this it's going to be yeah. the worst and most Ew. offensive thing I've ever seen in my life. This thing fucking printed money. Worldwide gross, one hundred forty million off of a nineteen. Holy shit! <laughs> I hate Sex in the City. I'm throwing it out there. I hate it. I just help. Never never and I know Abby doesn't I don't, hate I don't know it. About okay. It. No comment. So if you watch it with a modern lens and a couple Cosmos, you can get through it. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll make sure I bring yes. my glasses and my cosmos. <laughs> yeah. Sure. I do and like want to point pager. out a couple of things too about Girls Trip. Sure. Like one, it is it is a black girl movie. Like mm-hmm. I am a white girl. There are things that I am sure that I missed, and things that I'm sure were integral to that movie that I like. I either cannot appreciate or cannot understand. As a and black girl, so, I'd like, be happy to explain them to you. <laughs> <laughs> As a black but I girl. do, I do think that like, like when what's her face, the woman from Umbrella Academy and also Grey's Anatomy, I can never remember that actress's name. Kate Walsh. Story Kate Grace. Walsh. Thank you, oh. Abby the, for the win. The literal depiction of a white Democrat liberal woman. Oh yeah, she was like cosplaying across Kristen the board. Wade, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, oh, so that one. Yeah. I did she was I did really movie. enjoy No, but I did really enjoy that a a white woman worked for a black woman first and foremost. And I did really mm-hmm. love the scene where Regina Hall's like, Look, you need to not do any of those things that you do because you're a guest. You're a fucking guest. Uh, not just of mine, but like you are an imposter essentially in this black girl space, like and you need to back the fuck up. <laughs> And, but she said it in like the most lovely way and I was like and but then of course like Kate Walsh just cries it's like I'm not even offended it's like you shouldn't be offended you've just offended her like six times and then she yeah, and keeps then doing she exactly what she asked her not to I there. know oh my God, yeah. microaggression but, like, city my white but it's a perfect circles, example so like, I'm sorry for my people I know we do this <laughs> I'm right. sorry but it is a perfect example of like how white people run over black people and we're like we're gonna do better and then we don't do better mm-hmm. <laughs> or like, like we the whole time talk. she's trying to get another white woman's approval so that she can get a bigger deal and everything and, it, and she has to work so hard for it as soon as she's authentic they're like we just love that mm-hmm. why not just be that this movie could have done so well if it had just focused on like one or two things instead of a whole bunch of different no. yes concepts oh, but yeah. it's like because this movie essentially was trying to be like black 
not to re- reduce it or anything, but like black wo- girl magic, where it's just like black women are allowed to have fun, they're allowed to act out, they're allowed to be themselves, despite what the white people say. And I, I feel like that message was kind of buried under there. Mm. Well, I feel like I mean, it was like, buried under the. No, so great. Go ahead, Jenny. I, I mean, like. I feel like that's something that black people may already understand. You know, like it maybe mm-hmm. maybe it didn't need to be as explicit. I don't know. I should probably let black people speak on that, so I don't know why I'm talking. Yeah. Like, you know, but. I agree. <laughs> you guys want to do I think did it you was hidden. <laughs> well, I was just going to say I think like some of that was was maybe even hidden under the like it can't be about a woman like finding herself it has to be about friends doing silly things and like you have to have that comedy element because otherwise it's too heavy or people won't see it or whatever like in order to appeal to a mass audience they like downplayed the the magic and like the empowerment of that moment um or that journey for her so like and regina hall is an amazing like is an amazing actress like she just is um scary movie like I know. She's just been through everything. <laughs> I know. I, I um, so, like, she could have carried it. I, I, I agree. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's part of, like, my anger in this was, like, there were some pieces that I think that they could have done well. Even, like, the dialogue to me was just, like, it, it seemed so, like, juvenile, for lack of a better word, at times. I was, like, this is, like, not always how people talk. Like, it felt like it wasn't how real live human beings would talk to one another. It, it felt like I was hearing written dialogue at times, much more than like cadences of speech. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I feel that like, about a lot of movies, like a lot of movies, but especially sure. like girl movies. So yes. I don't know. They talked like they were written by an algorithm. Not like not yeah. like how people talk, you know. Like, <laughs> Actually, to be quite honest, as somebody who works for a data science team that creates machine learning algorithms to make like subject lines and things, the the machine would do better than some of those writers <laughs> oh, did. No. Like, I thought. <laughs> I thought you were about to reveal that you actually wrote this movie with a computer. <laughs> Lols, but no, the machine would, like, if, if given the proper training and the correct algorithms, the machine would do better than whatever happened. The machine wouldn't the spit out. situation at Google. <laughs> the computer says that you need to say, we were friends from before. Uh... <laughs> All right, are, are we kind of winding down on Girls Trip? We I, do have two other movies to get to. I think that's yes. a good call, yeah. You guys want to jump into gimmicks? Yes. I'll speak for me. In the spirit <laughs> of In my bedtime. In the spirit of bedtimes. Um, hey, guys. We have a new gimmick this week. I don't remember if we shared with you. Yo, yeah, we discussed it. Yeah, we discussed it before. Uh, what is the gimmick of this week, Denny? The gimmick of the week is, um, I forgot what we named it. Alexia, did you name it? Did I name it? How did this happen? It's it's a women supporting women thing. I, what did we name I it? I had it down as don't need no man moment. There it that is. That was it. There yeah. it is. Yes. The don't need no man moment of the movie. You're welcome. Hmm? What can I say? It's it. Yeah, I, I, I guess I'll go first as you guys look through your notes. Uh, I wanted to give some credit to the cameraman's feet that we see in the mirror in one of the hotel scenes. That was cool. Um, they're like having a conversation in the 
you know, we're following along, and then you just see green New Balances walking backwards in the mirror. You're like, I know what's going on here. Oh my gosh. I, I, I love that they were. I didn't even see that. It's better that they're green New Balances, too. Points deducted. Um, <laughs> my don't need no man moment, which is not as easy to say as I thought, is. Having the natural and unrestrainable instinct to slap the fuck out of a friend's cheating partner. Mm. Just, just sees him and is just like, well, here goes the rings. <laughs> Take off the hoops and oh, I'm just going to just hold on to these. I'm just going to go talk to them. Ah, oh, love it. I just want to talk. I just want to talk. Just uh, unbridled support for your friend <laughs> in a time of need. Maybe not the most appropriate response, but yeah, damn. They'll go to war for each other. Amen. Who wants to go next? I think mine. Let's see. I don't know. Somebody else go. I was trying. I thought I saw it, but I forgot. Throw to Alexia. Go ahead. Go ahead, Alexia. Yeah. Oh my God! Help. So originally, my no need no man moment was also Tiffany Haddish just taking her earrings out to go assault her cheating her friend's cheating husband um because that's just like way to say you got your back no matter what i think the like i think the biggest one for me is like the oh for goodness sake i'm on it sorry calls in there okay you're fine just don't worry Um, about it i'm on this okay um i would say probably when they like rally against the girl who's like too bad like the the not her cheating husband but the woman her husband was cheating with and they're like Mm -hmm. yeah you can you have like one of two options one is walk away the second is like walk away (laughs) um and it's like no matter what like we we're not gonna do anything to you you're gonna be fine you're gonna leave here but like we are going this is our friend's space we don't care what happens here. This is this is ours. We're taking this. We're reclaiming it. I, you know, they do end up like punching each other in the bar, which, you know, probably also <laughs> decently problematic, but certainly, um, certainly, a, a like even the tiny housewife is gonna like get in on the defending her friend action. Hell yeah, yeah. Vanessa, you got a don't need no man moment. Um, I mean, I think it, like, one of the most, or at least to me, like, the most obvious one would be, um, when Ryan is making her speech at the end of the film, and, like, literally is, is, you know, talking about their, her husband is right beside her, or she's, like, just kind of bumped him over, and then she reaches out and, and talks about how they're gonna start a new thing with, I don't know, Queen Latifah, I don't remember what her character's name was, but the gossip caused Samantha's sassiness, or, I don't know, her, like, Sasha. Sasha. Sasha's okay. secret. Yeah, it was like someone's secrets. It was in the alliteration. I liked it. Um, but yeah, her and Sasha are gonna are, are gonna be like the ones who who have it together and uh, and like continuing on in their business, kind of what their dream was. And she let herself get distracted by her and her husband and like going off of his fame versus what was rightfully hers because she was the one who wrote the book and like I don't know, just all, all of the like gatekeep gatekeeping and and gaslighting that went into that relationship of like having some of those fights and the clarity then that she gained throughout their whole experience to 
yeah, to, I don't need no man. I thought that I had, he actually needs me. He's the one who's digging around and now we're just going to do it ourselves. Mm -hmm. Abby, did you find yours? Yes. Um, I think one of my favorites is kind of, it is, it did turn out to be Jada Pinkett Smith's character's theme, Lisa, where her friends keep trying to get her to sleep with a dude. And they're like, you just need to cut your dry spell. You need to like sleep with somebody. And she finds somebody who apparently has a long, this long in all of New Orleans. (laughs) And she does sleep with him. And at the end, she's just like, thank you. I don't need any more than that. Think, but thanks. Like, she's just like, I don't need a man because I'm already like happy as a mom and a wife or, you know, a mom and having my kids. I don't need a man to complete me with that. So that's kind of nice. I would, uh, I'm going to go for the reclamation of the famously male, (laughs) um, Billy Madison. You ain't cool unless you pee your pants scene. Um, or instead it was, (laughs) You ain't cool uh, yeah. unless you golden shower innocent bystanders. You know, she really bailed her friend out of that moment and uh, continued to pee all over everyone. And then I noted that they were driven home and continued hanging out covered in piss. Isn't like, that, that was all over their dresses. <laughs> like, they, like, just hung out covered in piss all night and no one was bothered by it. So... <laughs> Bourbon Street stays on Bourbon Street. It stays on maybe the Maybe they were just trying to clothing. say, like, maybe the dress was so short that it didn't actually get on her dress. No, that was a fucking... That was a, a an a Old Faithful situation. I've been to Yellowstone Park and it's a lot like that. And <laughs> <laughs> like, it was... That was it they put like, they like loaded her crotch with like water projectiles. Like it didn't yes. look like pee. Like it looked like a fucking pool jet that sprayed everywhere. Like it was yeah. insane. Um, what about favorite lines? What do we got for favorite lines? Throw to Greg. Oh, Abby had her hand raised. Throw to Abby. Yeah. Oh. Throw to Abby. <laughs> My favorite, it's in the beginning. <laughs> Tiffany Eddy, she's like, you can't get no infection in your booty hole. It's a booty hole. Damn oh, it. Yeah, it really. <laughs> Good thing I let Abby go first, because that was mine, too. Hell yeah. <laughs> Throw to Alexia. Yeah. Oh, my God. Okay, so it's... Um. Oh, my God. Mm, no. I like can't remember the exact <laughs> phrasing, but it's when um it's when Tiffany Haddish is like yelling at the yelling at like Ryan's cheating husband. <laughs> like it was just a Which is got the like, bottle. Yeah, it was just like a stream <laughs> of I will kill you, but it's she for some reason has the most funny <laughs> sayings. But it's definitely when she's just, like, running at him, brandishing things, like, <coughs> making, like, making very leading accusations just about, like, his, like, what aunt was, like, next to her. Um, I think, like, just that whole, just all of it. I wish there were, there was a direct quote because I was literally rewatching it trying to get a direct quote, especially a Tiffany Haddish direct quote, but... Because she's got some snappy one-liners in there, but I just can't remember it. But I know I loved that part, especially when she's like, "I'm just gonna talk. I'm just gonna talk to him." Yeah, <laughs> and probably some that you shouldn't repeat. As a, I did, uh, I did grab like a yeah. couple quotes. That was, yeah. <laughs> uh, Vanessa, what you got? 
I didn't write down anything from this. Like, no, and I didn't write down anything from any of them. I, <laughs> I didn't think them. you would have a favorite line. It sounds like you didn't really Vanessa wasn't going to do this podcast until she hated Girls Trip so much that she needed to talk about it publicly. <laughs> We're happy to offer the platform, for sure. <laughs> um, I, uh, I have a runner-up. It's uh, not a spoken line. It's a line of action in the script. And it's whatever the fuck they wrote for that plane scene. Uh, imagine the confidence to write that airplane scene in a post-9-11 world where she stands up, hijacks the plane, and immediately starts giving out of alcohol and starting a party. And uh, no secret security officers uh, stun gun her and beat the living fuck out of her. Um, that was a very special moment in my life. I'm glad to know the terrorist didn't win and we can still write scenes like this. Um, my favorite line is, I want our titties to have a future because it raises breast cancer awareness. Yes! Aw, <laughs> oh, nice. What do, we got, what do we got for ratings? What, what scale, what's, what's the we're watching scale for ratings and the Vanessa scale for ratings? We've got to establish that, too. Yeah, zero out of what, Vanessa? Um, Abby, we can go with you first. Okay. Um, I usually just do out of 10 to keep it simple. We don't really have, like, an official scale on we're watching. I don't think. Um, no. We, we usually just go, I really like that, or I don't like it. What? Yeah. But for this one, I would probably give it a 2 out of 10. Woo! Ooh. Woke sister! Woo for two. <laughs> Alexia. I know, I'm sorry, Are Alexia. You? I love you. Boo-hiss. <laughs> Boo-hiss. I, I mean gotta go better than mean girls it's not i'm not even gonna apologize for that one but abby's nicer than i am we all know that though um so i don't know i in terms of like cinematic excellence it it it's that's a two but like in terms of amusement factor and like good feelings i have with this movie of laughing with my mother and sister and then subsequently my partner i'm gonna go with like a six it's a feelings podcast. Feelings are more important than objectivity here on Movies for When. We support you. That's right. Thank you. I love um, I'll do mine. Uh, this is a movie that's clearly not made for me in any way, shape, or form, but I still had a lot of fun with it. My wife had a ton of fun with it, so I had more fun with it. M mathematically, mine is the same as Alexia. I got a 24 out of 40. Nice. One point less than The Country Bears. Denny! <laughs> or Vanessa. On brand. Ah. I would say I, I'm, I'm going to go out of 10 as well. Um, my gut was to say a 2, uh, even before you said that, Abby. I like. I think I'm going to go 1.5 because of the like rage that I felt nice. last night. I also, I've had a very <laughs> difficult week. I wanted to like something last night, it, and it didn't do it for me. I may be coming at this from a much more emotional place than this movie deserves. However, <laughs> I still did not enjoy it. But I did like, like, that was something that I thought about, it, what, what we talked about, of like, there aren't very many movies of just girls hanging out that aren't centered around men. Um, and so that definitely, mm -hmm. like, was something that came to mind for me, so I think that gives it a point for sure. Um, and, I don't know, it's, you're, you're, you're turning me around. I'm, I, I said I was open and I would said it very unkindly and bitchily, and I'm very sorry about that. Hearing that back, it sounded different coming out of my mouth and in my head. I did not mean to, for it to be so aggressive. Um, so I apologize for that. Again, I have a lot of emotions that I'm channeling, maybe inappropriately. So sorry that you bore the brunt of that. Um, but yeah, I, yeah. 
Um, 7 out of 50, this is one of the worst fucking movies I've seen in my entire life, and I hated every second. I could not wait for it to be over. Cool, man. Denny, is that one of one of the lowest rated movies you've ever It is hard to get rated? below a 10 for me. You have to really work your way down. Every movie that is coherent and it is clear who is speaking and why the events in the movie are happening gets at least a 10. Oh no. oh no! Oh no! I will I say there were a movie. lot of times where I was like, I don't understand what's happening, and it's not because I'm not watching closely enough. It's because this is just chaotic. <laughs> I remember when there was a P Diddy concert me, right? in this movie? Yeah, <laughs> it just had a P Diddy concert right. in the movie for no reason. Well, I I was gonna they were say there. I'm very surprised that near the beginning when they first enter the Essence Festival, they show pork, uh, the billboard of Mariah Carey, and I was like, cool, Mariah Carey's gonna be in this. No, she was there. No. They ended she, well, she was there at the very, very end. I thought yeah. she was going to have, like, a speaking. Oh, no, 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 no. I thought yeah, she was, she was, in she was awkwardly was like, oh, shot cool. with a camera like this. That would have cost yeah, too much money. Ma- Mariah Carey was going to be near this movie is yeah. more <laughs> what that was that telling me. would have cost the entire movie's budget <laughs> yes. to get Mariah Carey to yeah. be a speaking yeah. girl. And also, like, to be quite honest, I was happier hearing Ditney than Mariah Carey, to be honest, having heard her multiple times live in the recent years. Just, you know, I'm out. Ooh, another hot take. Would you guys like to hear a fun little bit of trivia as we seamlessly edit our way in here? Yes. Absolutely. Please do. Um, I was exploring the Stick It IMDb page because I had never seen it. Um, I'm on there a lot. That's <laughs> <laughs> my homepage. <laughs> and the trailer perplexed me because, uh, you know, it's just like a screenshot. I'm like, is that Missy Elliott? And it turns out I'm right. And the trailer, yeah. the trailer for Stick It is a four-minute music video of a Missy Elliott song that they play at the intro credits of this movie that our main yep. character is watching on a Game Boy Advance SP before doing bike stunts. And, like, Missy, like, the only connection to the film is that, like, Missy Elliott is just, like, green-screened into scenes from the movie during this music video. <laughs> it's... Strange. It is the greatest thing in the world. Yep. I love it. It's so 2006. Um, <laughs> Missy Elliott was like, I want this movie. And then they did it. And well, it the thing is, like, that was such a common thing in the early to, to mid 2000s was like. Missy Elliott, a, yeah. Yeah. But oh. even just, well, yes, Missy Elliott for sure. But like, if there was a, if there was a, like, primary pop song, like a popular, no, I shouldn't say pop song because Missy Elliott's like real cool more R&B style but like but like yeah. popular but if it was a, a popular artist song yeah if there was a popular artist song like and it was in a movie like the music video for them was either featuring the cast of that movie or yeah. like spliced with clips from the movie even uh, even My, eternal or they would like or get a yeah they would get <laughs> they would get a popular artist to make a song for the movie and then the music video was the promotional yeah. and it was them it. in the movie kind of it's yeah. like um my friend Tyler, he just posted like a clip and it just threw me back to this same time frame where it was like butt rock bands and like breaking Benjamin and shit. And it's just like bands like that, <laughs> new metal, doing music videos for like edgy video games at the time. Linkin Park for Transformers. Oh my God, hell. Say no more. I know. It was good though. Amazing soundtrack. It really is. <laughs> Honestly, there are some movies that you just like don't anticipate but have excellent soundtracks because oh, Abby, speaking of which, Chris Twilight. Like, Chris, well, yes, Twilight. But Chris also like 
schooled my ass because he was like girl movie why didn't you choose that that like sort of video game style movie with the three girls kicking ass <gasps> i know i was sucker punch literally sucker punch. and i was like you mean sucker Oscar punch Isaac. Sucker punch. And, she, and I was like, fuck, why didn't I choose so that? Good. But I didn't, I'm glad I didn't though, because at the end of the day, even though it's kind of girl power, it like, it centers around young women being abused and creating no a fantasy land for themselves. No spoilers. Um, Haven't seen. No spoilers. Want to no, see. no, no. This is the, I, that's, okay. this is the, the uh, that's all I yeah, was going to say about is it. it. Is it centers around like women being abused and them creating a fantasy land. So like, um, I think while it's like. Sucker punch is like the best. Yeah. Do you not like it, Greg? Written and directed by Zack Snyder. It's not a good film. I'm sorry. What a turnoff. I just went from midnight to six. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) it's no... Well, it's another the Guardians, the Owls of Gaul, but it's, yeah. That's the best Zack Snyder movie. Colby went to see that at midnight, You can quote me on that. Thank God. I love that movie. Guardians of Gahul. Yeah, Abby and I love that movie. All of his roommates went to went to see it at midnight when it came out. Yes, I I remember I was uh, so when I drove to work this morning the moon was out and it was large and she it's full moon right now and I was like I'm moonstruck right now just like those owls. I thought you meant I only watched that movie. I only watched that movie because Abby told me to. And then I told her to watch Sucker Punch. So now here we are forcing each other to watch Zack Snyder movies. Yep. You guys didn't know how much Zack Stick Snyder it, everybody. spoke to the female experience. Stick it. Let's do Stick, stick it. it, everybody. Let's do stick the movie. Yeah. Let's do the movie. Stick it. Stick it is a 2006 film that you can find on Peacock, which is great. Uh, yes. Directed by Jessica Bendinger. I'm sorry if I got that name wrong. And director of photography, apparently probably Quentin Tarantino. Holy shit, a lot of foot shots in this thing. <laughs> Not nearly um, as many as uh, gluing spandex to your butt shots. Oh, man, that was a <laughs> montage of uncomfort- discomfort, I'll say. Yeah. Oh, my God, really? Uh, okay. It's just, they're 17-year-olds. It's weird. All right. Um, what's your relationship with Stick It? Abby, this was your pick. Why'd you do it? Yes. <laughs> I love this movie um this movie came out what what did we say 2006 2006 and it was just a movie that i remember watching i can't i think it was pretty i'm pretty sure it was in the we theater. went to see it did in the wa- theater <laughs> yeah mm. I mean, yeah and I, we were just like obsessed with it like the music was so good the acting was amazing I I only did gymnastic for a limited amount of time when I was younger, but I was like, I understand everything about this, and I loved it so much. And then I just watch it, like, every few years as I've gotten older, and it's still just been, like, as magical and as fun for me. I'm glad you found the magic. Also, Jeff Bridges. He is good. That's a song I learned because uh, we were watching. Alexia, I guess you had, that's your relationship, too, is seeing it in the theaters with Abby. So, yeah, seeing it in like, it, again, it was 2006. So, Abby, it was like a movie Abby and I saw at the very beginning of our friendship and like right after I moved to North Carolina. So, that was like my relationship with the movie. And then I also, like Abby, rewatched that movie every couple of years because I love it a lot. Hmm. Denny, yeah. 
buddy. Uh, my do you also watch this to think about your friendship with Abby? Um, well, every time I've watched <laughs> it, I will. have thought about my friendship with Abby. I will say that much. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, so this, think, rethinking it. My relationship with this movie is actually uh, embarrassing on my part uh, because um, I'd never heard of it. Abby picked it. Um, all I knew about it was that the poster had, like, kind of a grunge-looking girl doing a rock-on sign. And I thought, like, based on that and the title, it was a movie about uh, uh, a female-led rock band. Uh, and I thought Abby was <laughs> doing a classic Abby pun. Um, uh, you know, like, because chicks rock, chicks right? Rock. And yeah. so I was like, oh, that's why she picked the movie. And I told Vanessa I was going to watch it. And she was like, oh, stick it. That's that gymnastics movie, right? And I was like, uh... Must be a what? different stick it because this one is about a rock band. Uh, but I'll bet there's lots of movies called Stick It. Probably a pretty common title. I'll bet you've just seen a different one. Um, and then I'm watching it, you know, not knowing what VGA is, and they don't really say what that means. Um, it's a cable for old monitors, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. And so about, uh, I'm still expecting her to form a rock band. Um, and um, about 20 Maybe minutes into the movie. Maybe there's guitars at this gymnast school. Yeah, I was like, oh, oh, no, no, Vanessa was right. This was that, that it was that gymnastics movie. So, uh, Greg, what's your relationship with it? And then I want to get a... Uh, I want to get a synopsis from Abby, too, because she seems like yeah, she has yeah. a very special love for this movie. I I watched... Well, this was my first time watching it, or so I thought. I swear I've seen at least this opening scene before. I don't. It just was, it was all just very familiar to me. That's all it was. You've seen Brink. <laughs> I, I guess so. Brink, but, you know, more in the desert. I don't know. It, it, was, it was really weird, like deja vu that i couldn't place but then watching the rest of the movie i was like no definitely haven't seen this well did you guys notice that the opening scene takes place in plano yes texas? no yes it's in plano what? yeah it's in plano texas As someone who grew up uh 20 minutes away filming uh mortal Kombat fight videos in houses that were under construction <laughs> i was like oh my god they get what suburban kids do when they're bored that was accurate or at least for me <laughs> I can't tell you how many Blame. times we got told not to play in the house they were building next door to my friend, and we just never kept doing stopped it. us. We just yeah. kept doing it. <laughs> Playing in houses that are under construction is a very understated, so underrated, um, becoming like preteen kind of age activity. It rocks. It's formative. Excuse ah, me, I grew up in the Northeast where every house had been built since like the 1800s, and like there are, there is no new construction. Hey, it was like, let me play in this. You like guys these like go woods. check out a basement. We're still yes, discovering the woods. No, yeah. I just want to check so. out this haunted house real quick. I can't even tell you how many basements I played in. It was like the the space. I've. They're all just doing the uh, Blair Witch Project. Yeah. I've been in maybe two basements in my life. What? Texas doesn't have basements. Yeah. Oh my Alexia. god! I, like, they did. They yeah. didn't do that out here. I can't even imagine. Literally, that was like the central playroom in my family's home. Was the basement? I've, I've seen two basements in my life. One oh was in Wyoming, god. and the other I was much younger. I think it might have been Arizona. I can't remember. Oh my god! You deprived children. Like no, we had houses being built that we could throw nails in the drywall at. Like, come on. I mean, fair. How is okay? My N sixty four was just on ground level instead of below ground. I think the trade off is fine here. I played GameCube where I could see the sun, so 
but I gotta throw saw blades into lumber, so. <laughs> I threw uh, clay clods to the house next yeah, door. So, like, the fun, of, the fun of Massachusetts is half the houses were built into a hill, so a lot of the time the basement actually had windows and or doors <laughs> that led out into the backyard. So it's, like, kind of a basement, but, like, mostly a playroom. <laughs> geographically forced to be a half basement um <laughs> yes so stick it oh yeah the plot of stick it sorry abby go yes. ahead <laughs> so stick it is uh centered around missy's uh character where she is a rebel without a cause and she has had a lot of run-ins with the law and this latest one as we open up on the movie is her is the last straw uh, as she's sent to court, the judge asks her if she wants to go to military school or this mysterious VGA, uh, much to her mother's horror, and uh, she chooses military school, and the court says, cool, you're going to VGA. So uh, she's sent down to Houston, Texas, where the Varsity Gymnastics Academy is... Right, Alexi? Is that that's what it is, the Varsity it's Gymnastics Vickerman Academy? It's Vickerman Gymnastics Academy, I think. Oh, Vickerman. I thought it was... Which is basically like a uh, academy Acrobatics. for training Olympic style athletes. Uh, it is led by Jeff Bridges' character, and uh, he turns out to be kind of a scam artist who loves uh, playing out the milfs for their money, so that he can get all their <laughs> all of their kids out to the Olympics, as he claims. Um, and Haley uh, is one of those kids who just says it like it is, and calls him out on this bullshit and through a lot of trial and error she starts finding herself and finding out what she actually stands for what she believes in what to live for and eventually revolutionizes the entire vga team to stand against the entire gymnastics academy and everything that it stands for turning the tables and making sure that the girls choose their own futures and fates and stand up for each other yeah that's that's a pretty good summary this the plot switches about three times so it's kind of hard to Mm -hmm, play mm -hmm. catch up on what i'm supposed to care about um (laughs) to be quite honest if you watched it on peacock that made it peacock's like commercial Uh breaks made it more difficult to follow in my opinion like if i hadn't seen the movie before that i think peacock made it very difficult based on where they had their breaks i use ad blockers so this is the thing uh no no no, there's no ads there's no ads yeah but they still had the breaks i know what you're talking about the cut to black yeah like a one one and a half second cut to black and then like the blink 182 song is 10 times louder but like i I thought when the boys were sneaking into vga i legit thought it was a commercial (laughs) because it like cut for a second before it (laughs) and like you know like that was my moment of jarring capitalism for this movie um you know like i was like i legit thought it was not part of the movie for a second like mm-hmm. this movie is very colorful and it is very candy like and structured in its cinematography yeah mm-hmm. it, it, I, I don't think i have a real problem with like the way it's filmed except you know i mm-hmm. i talked about the foot shots <laughs> and oh boy but yeah it, it was a very interesting aesthetic and this gym is very like you're saying like kind of a candy look but it also feels really cold and blank when you realize how vast it is it's just like Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. this it's 50 percent red 50 percent white and then here's a little person just 
wearing pink, yep. like in the middle of all this sea of red and white. It's literally supposed to be her prison. It's supposed to be what? <laughs> her prison. Oh, yeah. It feels like it. Hmm? Not a lot of uneven bars in prison, though. Not that I would know. Uh, is this <laughs> the most sarcastic character ever written? Throw it to you guys. Clearly have not seen Cat Dennings and Thor, but go on. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, God. <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> Thank you for correcting me. WandaVision most sarcastic main character. Although Haley is much more vicious with her words than Cat yeah. Dennings. Cat Dennings is to like be quite honest, jabs. Yeah, to be quite honest, it's more realistic to me for Cat Dennings in both uh, in both Thor and in uh, WandaVision to be a little bit more scathing, considering she's an, a fucking adult with a PhD. But for, I'm sorry, a teenager, no teenager is that quick-witted. No normal human is that quick-witted. No. It drives me crazy when they do stuff like that where it's all quippy. No one talks like that. It's like, it's a hill I will die on. It's Have a you hill seen I will Girls die Trump? on. Alexia did not like it. <laughs> Hey, I will, I will join you on that hill every once in a while, Alexia. It, it can be very annoying when someone's just too fast and too snappy. Always the perfect response. I think that's maybe less of an issue here for me, but that is something that does bother me. I like some Again, of their when like, it's an adult, little... I'm not that bad. Yeah, 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 exactly. Well, teenagers are like, God, not, kids, not to your, bring it into your face. things, but like, teenagers are fucking idiots. Why are these kids so smart? But like, um... I, I actually really enjoyed some of the little cutesy lines, but it's like, it's more because they were in the spirit of something they do on community where like, they'll do like really strange references where like someone will be reaching for something and they'll be like, not so fast, Christina Ricci, or like Peachy Keen, Avril Lavigne, I'm totally down. Scouts Honor, <laughs> Sinead O'Connor. And so like, they, they did a lot of stuff like that in this movie that actually like, actually popped me but it's because i already liked something it reminded me of i, I could see it being annoying well, i think that that speaks to a lot to joanne's character because she mm -hmm. is the ditziest girl that i've ever seen but also she's like, funny you can't help but love her you can't help but love joanne like you're just like you just you just don't know i do it, she's it's funny <laughs> no go ahead greg I, I was just gonna say like i like that she's meant to play like the comically exaggerated bitchy girl but then they just kind of make her like kind of dumb and funny so it kind of softens that and then when you know as it always happens they become spoilers they become friends towards the end um yeah. well, she's it, just like all she's ever wanted is like kindness from somebody because you see that her mother the typical plano mom or i guess houston mom is just like the worst person oh, no. in the world who has denied her daughter so much and she's just like i just want to have a boyfriend i want to have friends i want to do something for me for once and she's just never had a brain of her own she's just been a lap dog for mm -hmm. the whole time actually abby they said they moved from wichita so i guess you weren't sure. paying attention <laughs> wichita moms are the same <laughs> wichita falls texas that's where they moved from oh damn it you got me <laughs> Abby was closer than Dude. you. Dude. Been to I Wichita do have Falls? to. Yes, I used to have right, to work uh, there. But she is like a typical like, a good hockey suburban rink. mom. Never, got, oh, yeah, never got around to seeing the hockey rink. Um, I man, do have to say, uh, I, I also loved, um, this is Kellen Lutz's first film appearance, and then like right after this he gets cast in Twilight. Oh, yeah, that was him. him. Oh, my God. Get that bag. My last, my last note on Joanne <laughs> is I really love that 
they made a character named Joanne really care about the fabrics she was wearing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Boom. That got me. In all, all right. honesty, I think I think Joanne like saying things incorrectly sometimes, like when she was trying to be quippy, made her one more realistic. Like that is the most realistic teenager. Mm-hmm. She's trying to be witty and make some quips and like try to barb back, but then it's like wrong. <laughs> and I think that that's the most teenager thing I could possibly think of to put in a movie. That was Dogs perfect. are people too, that Haley. I uh, I thought this was I, uh, a I very was expensive this... way to air some grievances about gymnastics judging. Um, like it seemed like someone was like. I need my voice heard on this subject, and I'm taking it all the way to the top. <laughs> like but I'm were... not going to start bringing it up until there's 45 minutes left in the movie. This is like a movie <laughs> and... in five acts. Like, there's like, like, <laughs> like I, I think, and again, it was only an hour and a half. I think they could have ended it earlier, like I was saying, and given a lot of things more time to breathe. Like, I'm like, the first time that all the girls collaborated to uh, to pick a winner themselves and throw the game, I really felt like that should have been the climax, you know. And then there was this like other sequence after it. Then what I was like, I feel like I already reached this emotional high, and now we're yeah. just going to kind of retread that same emotional high as it gets less emotional for me each time we revisit it. You know, like I really felt like it's right after they did that really cool like kaleidoscope aerial shot of the gymnastics and that fun montage so and then they have like yeah and i, I you know uh gloves off I, I did not love this movie i didn't hate it either but i did i was not a big fan there were moments where i did you know have some real feeling you know and, and that that first time that they they throw the meat was i was like dude fucking rad you know like that's really cool mm-hmm. They stuck it. I thought that was the peak. Because they, the, it's like, you know, like, and you want to wrap thing, it yeah. up pretty shortly after the peak, and there was like thirty more minutes of of, of really yeah. <laughs> reiterating the same point. I felt like there was, I think it was before that meet for me, where it was like right at an hour. But like, I wasn't paying attention to the time of the movie or anything. But I was like, all right, yeah, the movie's ending, and I think it was like right when they were about to go to the competition. And I was like, oh, we're kind of yeah. like wrapping up here. Oh, there's like 50 minutes left. <laughs> Oops, I didn't realize how long I'd been watching the movie. Uh, that was tough. Yeah, I had that. I had a 30 minutes in bathroom break. Thought I'd been watching it for l- way longer. You know, like, and again, it's like, but it's, I really do think it's because so much happens that you just, you feel like mm-hmm. so much time has passed. You know, it, it's a little disorienting. Because this is only a ninety-minute movie, but it felt like it felt like a over two-hour movie, just because there was so much, so much content crammed into ninety minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Abby, which uh, I, I which sub movie was much, your favorite? Like, oh, oh, my mic is strong. I think that speaks to like how I interact with. I would qualify this as a sports movie, just because it has a lot of the same things as sports movies, but. I think that I, I found it much easier to digest this than other sports movies because there was so much else going on. So I was just like, all right, I'm done with that. Moving on to the next thing. All right, done with that. Going on to the next thing. Because sometimes they just drag it out and I'm like, are we still doing this? Yeah. <laughs> just play the fucking sport. Right? <laughs> just do it. <laughs> just you don't need to talk about your feelings all the time. <laughs> I'll show you, coach. <laughs> 
I'll show you what I can do. I'll show, I'll you, show you who I really. Okay, there's five seconds left. Please shoot yeah. the ball. And is someone? Yeah. But I think like. Sorry, go ahead. I, I yeah, spoke Jeff over Bridges you. did such a good job with. No, you could. I think Jeff Bridges did such a good job as being a coach because I don't think that I've ever seen him in that kind of like mentorish role until this movie. Yeah. He usually plays a uh, uh, like stoner idiot. Oh wait, that's just the Big Lebowski. But <laughs> that's just the one time. Yeah. He, he talked. He doesn't always have this cadence. He was using the Lebowski voice in this movie. Like, like he was absolutely the dude. Um, <laughs> but to your point, Abby, I you know I do not like sports movies or sports. It's probably my least favorite genre. I think that this was only sports entertainment. Hey, there we go. I like <laughs> fake sports. Um, I did do gymnastics as a child, um, so I related to this. Um, Ooh. Yeah, I could do a round-off. It's no big deal. It was, like, top three in my class at round-offs. Um, but... Did you also, like, jump off the trampoline and break your neck? We're going to get to that, because that was a very concerning <laughs> scene. Um, that, that was very strange that they asked me to root for a man with very severe spinal issues to jump on a trampoline. And then I felt uncomfortable and horrified at the way he horrifically injured himself and then mm-hmm. they just like slammed the ambulance door laughed off the whole thing and he's back you guys want to go party swing on like in the next like it was like i was like you're asking me to root for something that's very weird even and like i'm watching it like thinking like oh but he's gonna like do a backflip and it'll all be fine but it's weird to root for this and then he doesn't and it's like not funny the way that he hurts himself and then they just act like it was funny and i was like cowering watching it but all that goes to say i i thought that like this movie was was helped a lot by the fact that there aren't i can't think of another gymnastics movie you know like so it felt fresh in that and from someone who hates sports movies my favorite parts of this movie were definitely the gymnastics. You know, like, they were shot well yeah, and so performed cool. well and, like, really, really, truly impressive stuff. And, like, typic- and like that's, that's something that normally would annoy me. You know, like, when I watch, like, cooking movies, I'm like, oh, my God, watch a fucking cooking show, a documentary, if you want to see it. Boo. Um, I, I, don't, I don't care that you put Artistry this- within artistry. Fuck you. I'm not even gonna identify that. Um, the, the guy who like girls trip is telling me artistry within artistry because I don't like fucking. That's right. What what burnt you fucking Julia weirdo? Julia. Yeah. <laughs> um, Those Julia girls Julia, got the band back. Julia together, Julia was a terrible movie, and I stand by that. Okay, so I, I haven't support. seen I don't it. Like it. All that goes to say, he says with his pinky that... up, drinking is what is that orange juice? It's Is not it lemonade? Vodka. <laughs> okay. Um, it's vodka. It's well, I didn't know. It could have emergency. been like, it could have been like, what was it? Sunny D. Like, it could have been something like rocks. really off the wall. Emergency on the rocks. I'm fancy. Greg <laughs> <laughs> oh, takes his health very seriously. <laughs> honestly, if it was emergency on I honestly would have been like really down for it if it had been emergency on the rocks. So... <laughs> You should always be prepared for a cold, right? Like uh, I like it cold to prevent a cold. Ah. Hey, that's the devil rebuking I think the you're, sin right there. Oh I think God. you were making a point, but I, yeah, we um, got derailed. Not, um, I'm, I'm good with being derailed. I'm usually the derailer, but 
Um, I did it to you, man. I, I thought it spoke so. to like the strength of like basically that like the gymnastics were so awesomely performed and pretty well shot that I was like, this is a thing that I usually hate, and it's my favorite part of the movie. You know, like that. You know, like that. That, yeah. that came across mm-hmm. really well. I thought we got. They actually a lot of the actresses that did the gymnastic stunts were professional and Olympic I assumed as much. Yeah, Nas- I was like, they Nastia, would have had to be, Nastia right? Lukin, yeah. The only name I knew was Nastia Lukin. She was an Olympic gymnast. So, that was the only name in it. And then she was like a baby in this movie. Well, <laughs> no. Really Here's the thing. She's not a baby in that movie. Literally, she just looks like a baby because she's tiny. But she won the Olympic... Like, she was part of the Olympic winning team two years later in 2008. So I was obsessed with her yeah, being yeah, in this yeah. movie because her and Sean Johnson, who I was also obsessed with because we're the same age and I love her, um, they were both on the Olympic winning team two years later in 2008. And like, was Sean, was Sean Johnson oh. in this movie? No. No. Okay, okay, okay. No, no, no. Yeah. I just wanted to. I, I just don't know. I just wrapped somebody in there who didn't matter. She matters so much. I'm sorry. I, did, I don't mean She it. matters to you. I get it. Yeah, not to the movie. It's all good. She matters to me. But but I also... Yeah. Go ahead, Abby. I'm sorry. No, go. I was just going to say, like... Yeah, like, it, the, the amount of, like, skill that they had for this entire movie was so good. Everybody was just, like, A-game. Yeah. And they, they like, talked in the interviews about how they had to, like, be perfect, at least, with, like, the handstands or the round-offs and things that they actually performed in terms of stunts. Like, if they weren't gymnasts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah I was, pointy feet. Pointy feet. I was really surprised. I was just like, you know, usually you get, oh, this guy can dance, so he's the, you know, lead actor in our dance movie, but he can't really act. It seemed like everyone could act totally fine. I was just like, I thought we were going to get a few duds. There was just like, well, but she knows gymnastics very well. But it seems like everyone was about at the same level in terms of like gymnastic ability and acting mm-hmm. ability. So it was it was nice mm-hmm. to see that it wasn't Missy just Peregrine like Peregrine is just very good at it too. Well, like she's she's a wonderful actress. Yeah, I was gonna say most of those people were actors or actresses. They just like got rigorous gymnastics training. Like uh, yeah, I'm what's sure there's face? like oh yeah, I'm I'm sure there's like some gymnast freaks that are like actually it's all terrible they're so bad at it i don't know it looked good to me so whatever would would you well, guys say call me like... ignorant go ahead well i was gonna make a stupid point so if you have a real point please you win <laughs> well no i was gonna say i think that was kind of the point of the the point of one of the films so i'll get into my spiel of how i think that this film breaks down into three distinct parts in a second but I think that that's like part of the fun, right? Like they continually reiterate, like we're watching these people do these incredible things and we're like, we think it looks awesome. But the judges are like, this one thing was wrong. But we're like, but she spun in the air like three times. Like It looks really cool. <laughs> to did us. something I could never do. Right. Exactly. And so I think that that's, and that's become more prominent, like over time, especially with Nastia Liukin, like always narrating the olympics by the by the gymnastics olympics are the only ones i watch i watch the i, I watch so the good. secret classic i watch worlds i watch all the olympics i'm a psychopath i watch all of the meets but like i yeah well, gymnastics and ice skating are like yeah. the only ones i watch no but i'll watch like year long like year round all of the qualifying meets mm-hmm. and worlds and all those oh, all, all those things oh yeah i'm Jeez. obsessed but like alexia is a dancer yeah so like for me the feet the feet things like only made sense because like 
feet are so important. You have to like in those sports. So like it it wasn't that weird to me, but you mentioning, I'm like, yeah, that would be weird to somebody who isn't like obsessed with their yeah. technique yeah. and their feet. Like for me, yeah. that's normal. For you, that's not normal. But um, I think that that like with Nastia Liuk and like in some of the judging things now or like the commentators where she's like, look, remember how fucking amazing and difficult this is. And I think that that was kind of, we're supposed to feel that way. We're supposed to feel like, wow, they did these incredible things and like they should be rewarded for that. Mm-hmm. Would you guys say this qualifies as a heist movie since they successfully heisted the Olympics? Yeah. For sure. They- they really got the other girls in on it real quick. Yeah. Like, hey, you want to rig this competition? No. You like, son of a bitch. Well, the judges they suck. all know how much it son sucks. Son of a bitch, I mean. <laughs> they, they all know how much it fucking sucks to have be so micromanaged when it's like, you know that you're doing the most and the best. Yeah. It's never enough. No. I, I don't know. I just, I, I do like that point, but it just really felt sudden that, like, this is hey guys this is the thing the movie cares about now get on board we're gonna do a whole thing here i was like okay i wasn't really ready for this i was just trying to see if my hero Haley, can get like good scores i think that that kind of speak the the movie is just like the it it introduces you to these amazing women like even Haley, who's been out of the game for so long she gets back into it and she's of course like amazing all of them have their own skills and they're incredible and then you're built up and you're like these are incredible women you get to the meet and you're like they're not winning why aren't they winning and it's supposed to like make you as upset as them when you're going along this journey watching them being incredible and then just failing and they're just like no we're not failing we're fucking sticking it to you guys that we are amazing and we need you guys to like understand that we are doing our very best and it's not just for shits and giggles that we're sticking it so I'm going to hot take this real fast. I think that the, like, I think that this movie rebels against the three stages of womanhood. And I'm going to go with, like, Mm -hmm. one, like, women experience a ton of trauma in their lives, and they're really allowed to act out on it. And if they do, it's like, get over your shit. So Haley's going through Mm -hmm. that, that trauma of, like, hey, I had trusted this man, and he, like, completely fucked up my shit. He ruined my whole life. And I walked away from something because it was toxic, and then I'm punished by the world for walking away from something that was toxic because I ruined it. But except for I didn't ruin it. Like it was set up, I was set up for failure, and then also like I wasn't allowed to take care of myself mentally, which the gymnastics world is currently addressing, which is amazing and wild and like very timely for the fact that we watch this podcast. Yes. Simone Biles, praise Simone be. Biles, praise be. So that's point number one. Point number two is that we are always, like, a lot of the time, like, the world is unfair and things are often given to people who have not earned them, who just, like, are favorites or they played the game or they whatever. And that's especially true in girl world, right? Like, you play the game, you get the reward versus, like, I actually earned this shit. So that's that second part of them being like, no, we should have a competition to see who determines... To, like to determine who goes to this meet that will qualify us for the world championship team you assholes like it shouldn't be who like you know spent the most time sucking up to the coaches it should be who like has the talent because women do not get recognized for their talents that's number that's number two number three is that women always are stuck in this like idea of um like 
what we should be, what we should be doing, like the rules of the world rather than like, I just did something amazing, but because of who I associate with or because of things in my past or because of like how society has dictated me to be like, I'm not going to get what I deserve. So like, and now I'm expected to compete against all these other women when I know it's a losing game versus them being like, hey, we saw your work. We saw how talented you are. We're going to support you as other women to say you deserve to get what you've earned. Um, Because like, you know, when he talks about like they didn't deduct her because she did wrong, they deducted her because I'm her coach. And that happens so frequently. Like we like, you know, women who've had sex scandals. Your uh, rights are uh, like deducted by your association to others as a woman. Or the things that people assume about you. Mm-hmm. So, I, I so like those were my underlying themes for this movie. That's pretty cool. Round of applause for Lexi. Pretty that was cool. beautiful. Pretty that cool. was good. Well <laughs> stated. I did not know the three phases of womanhood. So it's a struggle. I thought it was. Never mind. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> shut up, Greg. Because yeah, it, it it's like uh, Haley's friends, Putin, um, Frank. Oh, what was, uh, what was the other friend? Frank! Name? Karen Lutz. You can just call him that. Yeah, yes. It's Frank! It, it's just like, she's seen by others as such a rebel because she, because of her association to these dudes. It, like, she hangs out with guys she, as friends. Yeah. Yeah, and she's just like, they're just my friends, they're, they're really cool, but when she's seen around them, her worth is de- judged by that, where they're just like, oh, they're just troublemaker losers. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's just like, she's just constantly trying to be like, no, they... My, I, I am a different person. This is not how we should be viewed, and I, I just love Haley so much. Yeah, <laughs> my, know. my only note about them is these, <coughs> these horny psychos are really supportive. Yeah, feminist icons. Yeah, yeah. What is so wrong with being whipped? Even I though, literally. When is that ever? Great line. Great line. Great line. Such a good line. Yeah. When is that ever? See, I love, I love when they introduce themselves, and he's like, "I'm Pooh. This is my hetero life partner, Frank." And I'm just like, "Yes, I want all men <laughs> to refer to each other as hetero life partners." Denny, Greg is my hetero life partner. Thanks, buddy. It is confirmed. And I'm Pooh, a uh, character from The Wire. <laughs> For seasons one through three, <laughs> which is all I thought about. It was like this guy should be <laughs> the entire time. You know, should gotta be should be dealing in the towers right now. Um, yeah, I don't have too many more notes here. This is uh, yeah, one I wanted to like throw to you guys a lot. It looks it sounded like you guys have a lot of opinions about well, not opinions, a lot of insight <laughs> about the womanness of it, the gymnasticities of it. The gymnastics. Oh, sorry. Another great line. Gymnastics. I misspoke. <laughs> gymnastics. This this movie is so quotable to me. Like it is. everything is just so good. Like th- that's why I'm not super turned off by wittiness of movies. Or I'm like, it's just if it, if you if you can make it quotable, that's all I need. It's just so. I, I didn't love the movie, but I would absolutely agree that it was very quotable. Like there was like, even at times when I was like more like down on it and a little more critiquey. I was like, okay, but that line slaps. You know, <laughs> like there was a lot, mm-hmm. of, a lot of really fun dialogue in this movie. Most definitely, mm-hmm. dude. I think this movie has a zero percent hit rate for good parents. Holy uh, shit! <laughs> awful people. Awful. They're all the worst. Like actively the worst. Haley's mom is like, I. By the way, I know you're about to go do another thing, but. 
Here's some really fucked up stuff about people you care about. Okay, bye. I mean, you don't. <laughs> eyes and teeth, honey. Eyes and teeth. Eyes and teeth. My, you don't smile, become bitch. the best yeah. in the world at something because your parents are so good <laughs> so and sugar. loving and accepting. Like that's not. That's not why people reach the Olympics because of how caring their parents are, right? <laughs> like that's yeah. not, it doesn't oh, yeah. work that way. And even and Haley's dad. Dark. He's just like, I expected more from you, and it's like, well, obviously you didn't do your job, bitch, so... But the dad in Whiplash was awesome. <laughs> the dad Come in on, Whiplash Benny. was awesome. Uh, the yeah. surrogate dad wasn't. <laughs> oh, that's true. Nope, no. he sure was terrible. Yeah. And also, like, the rest will, of the family... I will vault you like a pig. But <laughs> J.K. Simmons should have been the coach. <laughs> <laughs> Can we make it like a stick it two where J.K. Simmons? Is oh my gosh, no! <laughs> it's gonna be a short <laughs> fucking movie. <laughs> Why do you suppose I threw a balance beam at your head? Uh. You want you want to talk about domestic abuse? That movie is just a domestic abuse, like so hardcore, and I never want to yeah, see that ta- in a female based movie ever. We talked about that movie for like ninety minutes. Go back and check it out. Forever. Yeah, <laughs> you talked for talked about it as long as the movie went, and then something. It happens sometimes. Sometimes I like to focus more on my opinions than the movie itself. You know, I find <laughs> what I think about a movie is more important than what the movie really was. He said, <laughs> narcissistically. Yeah, <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, Denny. Sometimes that's sure, accurate, man. though. It depends on how bad the movie is. <laughs> Hmm. Boy, does it. <laughs> you can't oh, tee me up. Right. Also, do you guys remember? Um, <laughs> do you guys remember the feeling of turning on your iPod? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Yes. Physical button iPod. What? I love turntable. Click wheel love, iPod. <laughs> love the existence or like the appearance of the iPod Mini because people here, whenever I say. Like, literally, nowadays, every time I've said iPod Mini, they're like, you mean Nano? And I'm like, no, I mean a fucking Mini. No. No, Mini. Alexia, Little. yours was lime green. I remember it vividly. Because we would plug it into your car that you still have right now and play oh everything under the sun. <laughs> That's so gross. My car is as old, old enough to have had an iPod Mini hooked up to it. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! Oh, that's Folks. horrifying. <laughs> Folks, I had a Zune. Ooh, yes, you did not. Yes. Best no. believe, no cable oh, and no. a Zune. Arthur would have listened to oh, a Zune. Like, I honestly, I think it's the way he would have wanted it. <laughs> oh my god! DW broke my Zune. <laughs> she put nothing but crazy bus on my Zune, mom. <laughs> Like I said, he, he would have wanted it this way. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Is it not an Arthur episode? Oh, my God. All right. Are you, are you all ready to all hit right. gimmicks? Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah. Cool. We have a whole other movie to get to. Yeah, what's our, uh, what's our uh, what do you call it? The don't need no man moment. Throw to Abby. Don't need no man. I think this whole movie is just like, mm-hmm. I don't need a man's opinion. Um. Or a persnickety judges, even if she's a female. Yeah. Because yeah. mm-hmm. that, that one judge where she's just like, her bra was out, just throwing jet bridges under the under the bridge. I think Haley's confrontation with Vic in the diner is a really good sense of like, I don't need you to be my father, and I don't want you to be my father. 
and you need to stop like I I don't need your help I think that was a really good sense of like getting to know Haley and who she is where she's just like I don't need a man and I don't need you to tell me who I am I just needed you to even be though they had a, a good point where he's just like you were stubborn as hell and you needed to get over yourself I think it, it was a good moment for Haley to be like I don't need to Cool. Throw to Alexia. Don't need no man moment. She don't need no man to throw it to her. She can throw herself on the vault. Let's go. I'm gonna... (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) I think... (laughs) I think, like... One, um... I agree with Abby in that, like, this whole movie is a don't-need-no-man moment. Um, but I think, I think, like, the biggest ones are when, I mean, the biggest ones are whenever the, the female characters interact, but I think it's more important that, um, like, no matter what they're, no matter what they're doing, the girls are always, like, oh, look, boys, but they actually end up just being like, oh, these boys are really more, less of a, like, sexual object, as, and, like, the guys don't sexualize the girls in the same way. It's more like, whoa, look at that cool shit that they did. And when the girls interact with the guys, it's a ticket of, like, oh, we can go do normal people things. So it was less of a, I need a relationship, and more of a, like, we can socialize like normal human beings. Um, yes. Yeah, I think Putin and Frank got very quick. They quickly got over their ooh, sexy bitches kind of thing and quickly were like, what are they doing? This is insane. Like, their respect for them was very quick. Like, do you guys want to go outside of this place? Like, <laughs> that was a really nice, a really cool relationship. I thought mm-hmm. it was super. I just remembered this. Like, they're like pulling up after Bridges is sent away in an ambulance and then they're just like, all right, party time. <laughs> yes. Um, the two guys are like, hey, you guys want to come hang out? Come on, we're all going out, get in the van. What about you girls? You guys know how to talk? And I thought it was very cruel that the girls that didn't have any lines were called out for not having any lines. <laughs> <laughs> Made me very sad. And only, like, only like four of them got to go on that trip anyway. And just standing there like... We're not supposed to speak. We get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> They'll have to pay us more if I answer. <laughs> Is it going to be expensive for me to answer this question? If so, I can't do it. <laughs> I can nod. Only ask yes, no questions. Um, my don't need no man moment is uh, Haley telling the other girls to imagine the judges trying to do what they can do. It's very cool it. encouragement. Yeah. And <laughs> it, it played out in a really funny way. And they're all just like... <laughs> They're trying their best, just flailing around, jumping onto the whatever vault thing mm-hmm. block, <laughs> the Mario block. Uh, Denny, what about you, bud? My um, don't need no man moment was when the only man in the room got yeeted into an ambulance, um, <laughs> and they were all fine with it. They did not need no man, <laughs> and they made it really oh, clear. Honestly, that's how teenage girls would be. Where it's like, well. He's gone. Yeah. <laughs> teacher's gone. Yeah. Party. But like I'm watching the movie being like teacher's like 
probably paralyzed. <laughs> <laughs> <And then> he, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, that's what I was thinking oh was God. happening. So I was very totally confused. But uh, I was like, hey, if there's ever a don't need no man message, it's like one jump on the trampoline and then flying forward 90 miles an hour to your death. <laughs> when you're the only man in the room. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, I do want an honorable mention when Joanne's like, I'm gonna go to prom, and her mom's like, no the fuck you aren't, and she's like, but they don't give tiaras at competitions! Not like, I can go on a date, but like, I want a tiara! Like, that was her idea of prom. She just wants a tiara! Like, but that was what I loved so much about it. It was like, less about the dude, and more about that. I can wear a pretty dress and get a crown. And that's like, what I want out of it. Poot was just a means to an end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Poot was just a means to mm-hmm. an end. He was a, it was never about Poot. A ticket to something she was missing. Say Poot again. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> 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 it just reminds me of the house bunny where she, her cat's named Pooter. I know. Second house bunny reference in as many movies. So we <laughs> will always reference house bunny. Oh my god! All right, let's hit uh, favorite lines. So we got favorite lines. Throw to whoever's ready. Who's so ready? ready? Raise your hand if you're ready for your favorite line. Um, this is totally violating the penile code. Yes. <laughs> I've been saying for a while, we need to address the word penal. <laughs> we gotta we gotta think of a different one. Not a good enough reason to say penal. <laughs> we should say that the penile code it just invites the Joanne comparison. So much. It invites the mistake. I have an mistake. entire list of just Joanne quotes. I love her so much. <laughs> yeah, I've got two of hers. Uh, do you have more, Abby? Oh, just go, Greg. All right, cool. <laughs> um, one of hers was, I'm so sure I'm practically deodorant. But uh, my favorite line was from uh, Joanne saying, dogs are people too, Haley. Too I couldn't agree more. Well said. Uh, what you got, Alexia, for favorite line? Oh, my God. I just... You must choose. I don't know. I don't know. I do really love when Joanne's like, don't do that. You're going to have a cardiovasectomy. I'm going to have a cardiovasectomy. <laughs> you, this tramp, you will have a cardiovasectomy. I will have a cardiovasectomy. <laughs> but I also do really like when... Um, when... Haley's about to throw a hard trick and like um Bert's like you're not gonna do that without training it first and she's like close your eyes and he's like over my dead body and she's like little CPR would do you good (laughs) that was that was probably Um, the part like like, she has a lot of quips Denny, you froze, so what, what were you going to oh, say? Oh, yeah, no, I started talking, and then I realized you guys weren't being quiet. I just froze, so I don't know where we are. Just finish what you were saying. Yeah. <laughs> nope, it's your turn. Don't um, worry. I, I've got to give a runner-up to uh, a line that I thought was uh, pretty misogynistic for a Chicks Rock movie when they made her repeat, I want to control my tricks multiple times. I was like, hey that's the exact kind of mentality we're trying to combat with this movie um but uh honestly you can't control these tricks i've got to give i've got to give my first ever three-way tie for favorite line um between it's not called gymnastics um pariah carry 
and Rebel right, Without right. Applause. Those um, <laughs> <so> were just <laughs> great little cheeky little things they threw in there that I really enjoyed. So, three-way tie. I think some of my favorites were, like, when they were on the phone and they were like, hey, can you please tell Joanne that I'm going to throw this, I'm going to do this trick? <laughs> What's with all the closed captioning? <laughs> I do love the what's with all the closed captioning. But then she says, but I'm not mute. And I'm like, what is happening? Yes, yeah, yeah. Mute. Oh, my God. Oh, God. So everything she, that girl said, amazing. <laughs> what do we got for ratings, ladies and gentlemen? <clears throat> I am gentle. And I am a that's right. He says gently. <laughs> I am a man. He said gently. <laughs> Alexia, interrupt him, please. What's your score? <laughs> oh my god. I'm all man. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, Faster. So my score, my score, like, again, <laughs> like, stop laughing, it's making it worse. Um, I think, like, this movie has all of the things I love, right? Like, a strong female cast, a banging banging soundtrack gymnastics out the wazoo cool shit bright colors lots of cool like ridiculous dialogue i give it a nine out of ten hundred percent i will popcorn i guess to greg all right now this is where i stand up and have to read um (laughs) yeah this is another one that was definitely not for me made for me at all I didn't. I don't think I enjoyed it as much. There are some pretty funny one-liners, but at the end of the day, I'm not really like concerned with the gymnastics judging scene. So I gave this one a 16 out of 40. Wow! Wow! wow. We're working heel having, today, brother. Watched, we are working heel. Having, yeah, we are. <laughs> having watched it for the first time as a 31-year-old unathletic white man it wasn't really <laughs> my speed um, A- abby uh, popcorn to you <laughs> pop score um, oh, there we go yeah with everything I-, I think i'm an eight and a half out of ten as much as i love this movie i do know that it has like <clears throat> the-, the pacing of it is kind of fast but i j- there's just it is something that I can always watch and always be happy watching. Rock on. Nice. Someone. Why did I give the score higher than the person who chose the movie? I'm concerned it. about my own I, judging I skills. His faults. You're allowed to do that. It's a feelings I'm podcast. Cons- you don't have to justify yeah. it. It's a feelings <laughs> podcast that discusses movies. That's You're fine. I, I will Hang on. I'll bump it back up to a nine because it is a, a friendship movie, too. That felt like peer pressure. Denny, what's your score, buddy? (laughs) Um, So, you know, I honestly, I I mentioned a couple times, I don't (laughs) like this movie very much. Um, However, here on this podcast, we like liking things, and I I thought I would enjoy hearing what you guys love about it a lot more than hearing myself be critical of it. Um, And I gave it a 25 out of 50, which is a failing grade. Um, it's not like a fuck this movie, I hate it. This movie didn't like aggravate me in ways that uh, that uh, Girls Trip did. Um, honestly, like the things that knocked it down, and I'm sure like if I'd been a high school girl and seen this with my best friend, I'd probably have similar attachments to it that I do to the previously cited Mortal Kombat. 
Um, Greg's doing everything <laughs> all at once. Pushy fingers for us to look at. Um, <laughs> so, um, but honestly, the things that lowered the score for me were not really the, like, things that weren't for me. You know, like, I didn't... I, I felt like this movie wasn't, like, made with me in mind, but I also didn't feel excluded. You know, like, I didn't feel like... Um, it was made like against the grain of me. It just happened to not really hit my interest. Um, I, I had a lot of a lot of dialogue writing issues. I had a lot of story structure issues with this movie. I had a lot of why would you hold on this surrealistically long take of someone reacting and saying nothing issues. Um, I thought it was a very disjointed movie that had uh, some a, a few high points, but in general. It gave me pretty major decom vibes, and um, I did appreciate that um, they kept the PG-13 rating by sneaking a fuck in there in the Blink-182 song, but then censoring the second uh, fuck in the same Blink-182 song, because you can only have one! I was legitimately, I was, I was like on the edge of my seat, knowing there was another one coming up, and I was like... Are they going to get away with it? Are they going to get two fucks in a PG-13 movie because it was in the soundtrack? Nope. They they, they knew the rules and they followed them. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Like, I also gave Friday the 13th Part 3 a 25. I gave Space Jam a 25. You know, like, I don't know. I just wanted to qualify that, like, it's not me shitting on femininity. There's stuff that I that is more for me that I can take an, a more honest <laughs> look at and... Uh, I, I wasn't wild about the movie, TBH, but okay. I was wild about hearing what y'all love so much about it because sometimes you yeah. have to watch someone love something before you can understand what's beautiful about it. And I feel like I have a, a greater fondness for this movie, seeing two people that I consider dear friends <coughs> just gush over it and bond over it. So thank you guys for that. Yeah. I consider them human friends, but yeah, I agree. <laughs> uh... Thank you guys for watching this movie. I know. <laughs> thank you for watching it. One plug... For like the fun of the people who created this movie, the one of the few songs that didn't have lyrics was in fact Fall Out Boy. What? Fall Out Boy. The Fall Out. So yeah. the Fall Out Boy song, but the name of the song is "Our Lawyer Made Us Change the Name of This Song So We Wouldn't Get Sued." And so the fact that there are no lyrics and just music like makes it that much better, in my humble opinion. <laughs> Oh my god, Denny, I love that seamless edit. Where did you get it? Um, well, actually, my parents gave it to me for Hanukkah, and Greg told me I had to pretend I didn't like it because seamless edits were his thing, and it was, like, so sad. Abby, that's the ugliest seamless edit I've ever seen in my effing life. And I'm like, why are you just so You can't podcast with us! <laughs> yes, you can. On Saturdays, Guys. we make polls. <laughs> Stop what? trying to make polls happen, right. Denny. It's not polls gonna happen. Not They're <laughs> never gonna happen. <laughs> That's right. Our uh, discussion of Mean Girls is just gonna be quotes. Just quotes. That's all. Just we're quotes. Do. Just quotes. Just the quotes. <laughs> Let's just reenact the entire movie, start go. to finish. Now, all right, go. ready, set, go. Intro sequence. Uh, Lindsay Lohan <laughs> presents Mean Girls, a 2004 film. I almost said flim. That you can you see on. <laughs> it's on. You can see it on Netflix. They still have movies sometimes. They still have movies. Every once in a while, they have a movie that, you know, we're trying to watch on here. Yeah, so Very rarely. They've got Mean Girls probably for another, like, three days, because that's how this shit works. Rule so. number one of Netflix is if you want to watch it, it's not there. So, 
Always remember that. They will say, we know yeah. what you're talking about. And, we, and it oh, will yeah, come we back the following ago. week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we had it four days ago. The time period that you need it, it will not be here, but it will be back in yeah. five days. I swear, they can days. they can sense when I want to see a movie, and they're like, ooh, 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 take it down, take it down, take it down. <laughs> they oh, got no. him again. They got rid of it. I was it. almost done watching Friends, and they took it away. We accidentally got oh. rid of it last week. <laughs> Ooh. And then I was almost done watching Vampire Diaries, and they took it away. Bastards. Oh, man. Um, Good old Vampire Diaries. All right, Mean Girls, mean girls guys. Okay. Mean Girls the movie. <laughs> uh, I, I was kind of hoping we would do Mean Girls 2. Based on no, a high school in my it. hometown. Yep, McKinney Wait, North really? High School inspired the Lifetime original movie Mean Girls 2. Because there were some cheerleaders who apparently were bullies and then took pictures in their cheerleading uniforms at condoms to go. And one of them was the principal's daughter, some shit like that. So nothing happened to them. And then the principal got temporarily removed or some shit and uh, Lifetime made a movie. It was a whole thing. Wow. This movie sounds kick-ass. Checks out for McKinney. That's a lot. That's a lot to digest. That's a lot. <laughs> Consequences a be damned, weirdos, it should though. be called. Sorry if you're listening to this and you're from North, but like... It was a weird school. Uh, I've, I've driven through McKinney a couple times. They probably know. Keep in mind, it is coming from somebody who attended. So, yeah, there you go. He's one of one of you people. All right, uh, Abby, what's your relationship with Mean Girls the movie? Uh, I do remember seeing it in theaters, and I did not like it at all. The very first time I saw it, I was like, "This is a trash movie. It's not funny." I didn't laugh a single time. Hated it. Ever since then, I've watched it and I've loved it every single time afterwards so i don't know what the switch was first time hated it now i'm just like i can quote it backwards and forwards i'm intentionally saving alexia for last uh vanessa how about yourself (laughs) yeah i i honestly don't really remember if i saw it in theaters um i do know that it was so I, i was living in thailand at the time i was in boarding school um and this was a staple at my boarding school we weren't allowed to watch that many movies uh because it was quite strict However, for some reason, my dorm parents also liked this movie and thought it was fine. Objectively, it was worse than a lot of other things that were banned, but I wasn't about to ask any questions, so it was, like, on repeat. Like, this and the OC, for some reason. Like, again, the things that they questioned were really, like, it doesn't make any sense to me, hence why I might have some trust issues with authority, so... But, yeah, Mean Girls is, like, on repeat. It's one of my, not, like, favorite movies ever, but it, like, it has a nostalgia factor for me pretty much any time that I watch it. I'm having a good time. Denny, Mm -hmm. what you got, bud? Well, this is something you need to understand about me that I don't think has been shared publicly. Um, When I was in, and Vanessa, like, this was before I knew you, when I was in third grade, um, I fell in love with a beautiful redhead who had a British twin. Um, and I had the biggest crush on Lindsay Lohan from basically when I was in third grade until I was mm-hmm. a sophomore in high school. And I don't, I don't mean to say I thought she was hot. I mean to say I had feelings for her. Um, like I like had an emotional crush cool. on Lindsay Lohan. Um, I had a, in in my room at my mom's house, I had a poster of her album cover. And in my room at my dad's house, I had a Mean Girls poster. 
Um, now, keep in mind, I went to see pretty much every Lindsay Lohan movie up until Herbie Fully Loaded, and that's when I fell out of love with her. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, like I felt... I own Herbie Fully Loaded. I own that I movie. felt like we broke up when I changed the channel during Herbie Fully Loaded on my first watch of it. I was like, yeah, this is over. Um, but Sorry, Lindsay. This is it. Confessions of a Teenage it was the confessions no, yeah, of a so teenage drama, drama queen with Megan but, like, Fox. I, I would go see every Lindsay Lohan movie, and I was like, okay, Freaky Friday, kind of fun, not amazing. Confessions of a teenage drama queen, not very good. I was expecting Mean Girls to be pretty much in that vein, and then I like really, really liked the movie and thought it was hilarious, and thought I, I was in middle school when I saw it, and I was like, wow, this movie like really gets what like high school's like and then i got to high school and i was like no that movie really got what middle school is like um and that's that's why i related to it so much it was like a movie about middle school set in a high school essentially and uh i i love tina fey's writing i i've loved pretty much everything i've seen that tina fey wrote um and mean girls is no different this is a throw it on anytime movie for me it's a comfort movie for me i i i'm a big fan of mean girls and uh Alexi is about to get a, what we in the business call oh. a requiem for a girl's trip. So uh, well, gotta, have, at it. Go. have at it, sister. <laughs> I got to go. I got to no, go before, let's though. Do okay. let's do yeah, yeah, mine's super brief, though. I think I watched it when I was like maybe like two or three years afterwards. So I was like 17 or 18 and I was kind of in the same boat as Denny. I was like, wow, this is very middle middle school stuff set in a high school setting. And then I got more into 30 Rock, started liking Tina Fey a lot more and like the humor clicked with me a lot more later on. So I really like this movie. I think we've all established that we have very strong positive feelings for this movie. So with that out of the way, Alexia, what's your relationship with the film Mean Girls? Be visceral. So here's Go the thing. I it's funny cuz I'm like Denny minus the like I had, like, a girl crush on, on Lindsay Lohan. I didn't actually, like, have feelings for her, but I did really love her as an actress. Like, and on I, on, like, Denny, like, really loved Free Friday. Like, I loved Get a Clue, which was her DCOM movie. Wake up. Which it's was the me. most fun. It's you. Life-sized. Get a clue. There's Thank nothing you for knowing you can this. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay, you knowing the theme song just, like, so makes good. my heart feel very happy right now. Unlike Mean Girls. We're so, not so I different, like... you and I. <laughs> we are I didn't really... diverged, but we are the same. <laughs> well, here's the thing, though. Like, my, my distaste for Mean Girls very much does and always has gone against the grain of the zeitgeist of, like, pop culture. Like, I went to see Mean Girls in the theater with my girlfriends, and I hated it then. And I still hate it now. I just, I don't, and I hate, I don't like Tina Fey at all. I don't like most of the things she's made. I just, I just mm, don't like any of it. I, nah. And I'm so sad. And I was, <laughs> I just don't like her. I'm sorry. <laughs> I find her also to be very contrarian and very much like, a woman who pretends to be for women and isn't quite for women. I don't know. It's how I feel. I could be wrong. Like That's Liz Lemon's whole character. That's the point. That's the joke. I, I don't it. know if maybe that's Tina Fey, but yeah, that's Liz Lemon's character. But also, she had to know her. She had to know it to write it, and I... Bleh, bleh. Okay, I'm done. I'm hey, going to like try to... wrote some of that. 
<laughs> I mean, Donald Glover. I do love Donald Glover. Obviously, gay kid. Um, Who told? I I do love Donald Glover, so we're gonna like table some of that, and I'm gonna pretend like you didn't say that. But um, <laughs> I just I've never liked this movie at all, and I wanted to love it because I loved Lindsay Lohan. And I went past Denny. I also liked Herbie Fully Loaded. I also enjoyed. She stuck like, with her past Herbie Fully. <laughs> I stuck with her. Herbie Fully Loaded was. So I fun. loved Just My Luck with her and Chris Pine. Like I enjoyed Lindsay Lohan movies even after Mean Girls. Okay. As, Not being as an Amy Polar truther, I'm gonna reiterate: we're not so different, you and I. We're two sides of the same yeah. coin. One of us, yeah. one of us has a grudge against Tina Fey. The other has a grudge against Amy Poehler. Um, I'm going to choose to. This movie has I never life. liked either of them, although I did enjoy Parks and Rec, oh, but less for Amy Poehler's character. Blood. And yeah, I don't like either you of also them. Hate I Amy think Poehler. They're... she sucks so yeah, much. She's so I don't bad. like her at all. <laughs> nope, I don't. Okay I've never liked either Inside of out. them. That's the only okay thing she ever did. Greg is done. I enjoy no, her I'm as Joy in Inside oh. Out, and I did love Parks and Rec, but that was like for a variety of other reasons outside of Amy Poehler. Thank you. Amy Poehler is not what's good about Parks and Rec. Parks and no. Rec is a failed Amy Poehler no. vehicle that they had to completely rewrite just because they wanted Amy Poehler to succeed so bad, and they strengthened everyone around her. And Leslie Nope is fucking annoying, okay? She's fucking annoying. It's a bad character. I'm sick and tired of all the propaganda. Alexia, you know what? I think this is the beginning of a beautiful friendship that already began a while ago. But I was like, this is I was the about beginning. to say, like, oh my God. now? We just went to, we just went to another level. Our wedding I'm, I'm was very awkward for y'all, wasn't for it? <laughs> Uh, simply, I mean, I was going to respect it no matter what, but now I'm going to extra yeah. respect it. <laughs> extra respect. Thanks. Yeah, it's, it's and like, in all fairness, like, there have been several movies where I've started out hating them, and later I'm like, why did I hate that? This is amazing. Like The Office, Thanks. the show The Office, I started out hating, and now I love. But, like, I know. Yeah. A, a, I can't a show that notoriously just stays consistently good season after wow. season. Yeah. Right. Well, keep in mind, like, I had personal reasons for not loving it. Like, I think my own personal biases got in the way of me enjoying some of that until I was older in life. But Mean Girls, I still don't like. I just, I don't know why. I just, I just, mm. <laughs> I mean, I do know why, but I don't know. I, I want to hear why. So we, we've, heard, we've heard the hate. I want to hear the why. Because I've, I've never met someone who, like, didn't love this movie and so i think you're like a unicorn i i like this excites me i look forward to it i welcome this war <laughs> there it is uh for those listening home, not in the video version uh alexia is either pantomiming being a unicorn or a narwhal using context clues we can assume a unicorn but we don't so it is a narwhal time. i am 100 percent causing a commotion you're a narwhal oh, i'm learning yeah. so much about you today jesus <laughs> She's swimming in the ocean, causing a commotion. She's a narwhal. I love how Abby immediately was like, it's a narwhal. It's not even a unicorn. It's not even close. What the fuck's happening? Uh, <laughs> you got narwhals on the podcast, Greg. Act like you've been there, narwhals. man. Come on. These are our guests. Um, <laughs> rare but not extinct. It's, I, it's I a, feel deceived. Because narwhals are real. Not extinct should be on a t-shirt. Narwhals are real just not and not extinct. Um, rare but not extinct. Um... No, I I started hating this movie because I was like, I didn't think it was funny. Like, I, I didn't think it was funny. I was also a girl who, like, grew up without a lot of 
middle school drama. Like, there was some middle school pettiness, but, like, whatever. I got lucky and went to, like, a pretty cool school. Like, we had some drama, like, a girl slept with my, like, a girl who was my friend slept with my boyfriend and then, like, didn't invite me to her birthday party. And we were 14. We were 14. That's the real low blow. So, yeah. The birthday party. That's the real low blow. Right. Disgusting. People we know are having sex. Well, that was it. I was like, this is a thing people do. 14-year-old Alexia. The girl in my middle school who had to, like, leave class because she went into labor was kind of, like, shocking. But that wasn't a thing that happened in, like, the school system that I grew up in. Like, we, it was, like, a bunch of well-taken-care-of, pretty well-educated people, even people from, like, unique or lower-class communities. Like, we were, like, everyone very much, like, there was some hard and fast stuff because, you know, we lived in a more of an urban setting, but... Yeah. It was less like, let's destroy our lives and more like, I can do these kinds of like faster things because I am also like more aware of and have access to some of the protections that allow me to do those things without harming myself or others. It's what happens when you grow up in a well-funded public education system. Plug, real big plug there. Anyway. Um, Texas would Your school didn't separate the Asian students into hot Asians and nerdy Asians like in Mean Girls, so you didn't relate to it? Didn't relate to it. They were all the one Uh, and the same. That was probably better (laughs) of your school. (laughs) Um, I like, like, you know, there was, like I said, there is some of that clickiness. It's inevitable, right? But it was, it was a little less rampant and a little less aggressive but I I just I didn't find the movie funny I still don't really like it's very quotable I guess but I also feel like when it came out it was everywhere and you couldn't go like a single conversation without somebody quoting something from Mean Girls which was so fucking annoying and I already didn't like the movie it only engendered more (laughs) hatred right Um, but I I also think that it perpetuates a ton of really dangerous stereotypes you know I think that even even up until the end, all of the relationships were toxic. Even the ones you were supposed to be rooting for, all toxic, all bad, all made me angry. All of them are filled with terrible, terrible stereotypes. I just hated it so much. Do, do you get the, because uh, this is something that makes me hate things more when I just, I start out, I start out not liking them. And then people get really reactive oh, to me not liking them. And so then I have to, like, always have a case ready. Um, and then, like, people tell me you're not allowed to not like this. And I'm like, but what you don't see about it is, uh, is that what happened with you? <laughs> yes. A hundred percent. Like, I was shamed I for not liking this movie. And I was like, what do you all, what, like, what do you find redeeming about this movie? I want to know. Like... <laughs> Why is it that I'm weird for not liking it? And also, why can't I not like things? It's rare for me to know. At the t- yeah. Especially at the time, I was not as jaded or angry as I am now as a person. Like, And so it was very rare for me We've to not like things. We've all had a like rough things. 20 years since Mean Girls came out. <laughs> yeah. you know, it's, it's been a hard life, man. And, you know, I just... It was really rare for me to not like things at that time, and I just didn't. And, and I felt like I really took a lot of flack for me not liking it, and that only made me more resentful towards the movie and I think really colored the lens like I didn't despise it with the depths of my being as I got older but like I still don't 
it's not a movie I ever seek out to watch, ever. I did not think yeah. that this discussion was going to bring us closer, but I'm actually finding that I, I relate so much to you, not with Mean Girls, but with like reactions I've had to other stuff. Amy Poehler, um, but like, um, I, I, you know, like it's like I came in here. I came in here wanting to hear your points, but being ready to argue back. And now I'm like, no, I think I just want to let you have it. <laughs> like, you know, like I, you, you've had enough <laughs> yeah, people yeah. argue back. I don't want to try to convince you of anything about this movie. You know exactly what you think about it. And I you probably put some thought into it from what you're saying. right? <laughs> like, it seems like you're, uh, it's not, it's not just like a knee jerk uh, thing, you know? So I'm like, Hey, I actually, hardcore uh empathize with you uh despite loving this movie i really do well that's the thing and not to make anybody feel old but it's almost been 20 years and alexia has felt the same way yeah. about it i i feel God, we're so old. <coughs> about um i'm sorry i had to it's been almost 20 years, 20 years. <laughs> um but i i feel similarly about like uh, napoleon dynamite that was one that sim similar time people kept talking about how, like, it was, it, especially in <coughs> friend groups and stuff, like, people loved it. And I just, like, I, I wasn't passionately abhorrent of it. Like, I didn't think it was, like, terrible or, like, a, you know, like, people shouldn't like this. I was just like, no, it's not really for me. Like, I didn't really think it was funny. Like, you repeating La Fonda this many times doesn't make it funnier. Like, it, it's slight, maybe there's, like, a tiny bit of humor in this, but it's just really not my cup of tea. And I felt like I had to pretend or, like, really double down. It was, like, either or of those things. Either, like, just shut up in mind and pretend like I like it or start fighting people about it. And I wasn't ready to start fighting people about it uh, because I like acceptance. Um, and yeah. When you're getting, <laughs> like, in. yeah, when you're getting just badger, if, like, it's just, if it's something you don't care about, like... Anime. I think I was. Mine is the Hangover. Yeah, if it. If it oh, nice. Yeah. Honestly, all of I these think... movies you all listed are not movies I like. So like, like I don't like any of them. So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I like. We talked about Napoleon Dynamite like on the show a few weeks ago, and it was just it was yeah. a thing where like okay, I haven't seen it, but everyone's quoting the absolute fuck out of it, and it was just like guys, I don't I don't care about this, and then it makes me dislike it. <laughs> Like the more, like, I have no opinion on it, but because it's constantly in my face, that turns, like, dismissiveness into actively disliking something. It's just like, no, I promise, I don't care. Get out of my face with it. And, uh I think that that didn't really happen with me, girls. I don't think it caught on quite as much as like Napoleon Dynamite did in uh, similar times for my age group. But yeah, but it is one of those totally things understand that people the sentiment. Like this is sacred, and you're not allowed to not like it. Hence, yeah. the reaction that we all had to Alexia not liking it. You know, like yeah. I was like, "Fucking what?" I'm having fun. You know, with like it, yeah. I, I wasn't gonna like give you shit over it, but I was like, "What do you mean you don't like Mean Girls?" In my head, you know, like I was like, I was ex I was excited to hear the takes, but I was shocked to hear that <laughs> what was coming. I guess. Yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. I like am very excited to hear why you chose this for girls rock too specifically like i feel like you were so excited about it and like you know 
you all are the kind of people where like when you're excited i'm excited just because your excitement is like lovely and infectious so i want to know why you chose these like what is it that you love about this movie what makes you feel like yeah this just like really gets me going it makes me want to be like yeah girls rock ah for me it's like uh it's one of the only really like uh, unless it's like an art film like francis ha or like uh or like Lady Bird. That's not an art film, but you know what I mean. Like it's more. N- neither of those are art films, but they're just more serious dramas. Like indie films. I yeah, they're indie yeah. films. Yeah. Mm. Um, there's not a lot of fun feminine media that I feel like is accessible to me. Um, you know, like it, it's what I was saying about like Stick It or like Practical Magic. Those are like fun movies for y'all, and like I don't I don't have fun watching them because I like that's just. It's not my world. It's not my sense of humor. I didn't grow up on it. Um, whereas, like, Mean Girls, I'm like, I think it's funny no matter what your gender is. You know, like, I, it obviously deals with a lot of female issues and fits the theme of this movie, debatably, if you're Alexia, um, but, um, or mm-hmm. f- fits the theme of this episode. But it's something that I just, like, genuinely like because I like it. You know, like, I never felt like, I was missing things because I wasn't female, you know, like, and so I was like, well, if I'm picking a Chicks Rock movie, this is my vote, you know, like, and it's also something that I felt like most women I know love the shit out of this. So I was like, hey, that's like a total crowd pleaser that um, I'm totally on board for because I love it, you know, like, so that that was my, yeah, that was my thought process. It's a crowd, it is a crowd pleaser thing. And it's also like, no, like every guy, you know for the most part, does like the movie. No one's going to make fun of another... No guy is going to make fun of another guy for liking Mean Girls or finding it funny. It's just the accessibility of it. Um, yeah, basically everything Denny just said. It's just... Uh, my wife likes it. Most of the women I've talked to laugh at it all the time, quote it, get a, get a good kick out of it. It's the accessibility of it for me, I think. Or, like, when we went to see The Northman, I remember Abby saying on the way out, that was really good, but I need, like, a, a detox from all the masculinity. I need to go watch something really girly. And that's how I'll feel watching a lot of feminine movies. I'll, like, even ones that I, like, thought were good, I'll be like, <laughs> yeah, uh, I need to, like again just because i've been referencing it so much i need to see some mortal Kombat real quick you know like that just that was that was a lot of not my world for me you know like and i don't feel that way when i watch mean girls you know like i I, and it's very feminine Mm -hmm. very female um you know like and even like the the boys in it are kind of female gazy you know like it's not something that i feel like is meant for men i feel like it's really meant for women and yet i find it like completely accessible to me you know like that that's one of the reasons i really love it because again like i've always felt a lot of camaraderie with women um because i've been a boy that got socially punished and just uh literally punished um for 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 things for tendencies i have that are more feminine traditionally right and so i've always had this weird relationship with like stuff that's for girls because i'm like i'm I'm not a girl. There's so much about being a woman that I don't get. And yet, if there's a group of men talking that I don't know and a group of women talking I don't know, I would assume I had more in common with the women. You know, like, that that's who I'd feel more comfortable approaching. And so this is one of those movies that I'm like, hey, 
this is just right up my alley. You know, like, totally, totally a thing for me. And, you know, Lindsay and I, she's never gone public with it, but there was chemistry between us. And I, I respect her <laughs> privacy that she didn't want to talk about it, but it helped. It's just sometimes it's nice to reminisce about an old flame, you know? <laughs> that's, that's right. Keeps wanting to put up both of those posters like right I on have our them. bed. I have and them. And I just keep saying like, just no, keep them. we're just not going to bring Lindsay <laughs> into this bedroom. I I can admit I I know exactly the um, CD poster you're yeah. talking about. I, and I've got it. it like on plastic cardstock. It was from like I, I want to say a Sam Goody in the mall, and like oh a my god, friend, yes, oh my god. a friend like talked them into giving it to him oh so he could god. give it to me for my birthday. And it's this, like, massive <laughs> storefront quality Rumors by Lindsay Lohan poster. Um, and I loved it. Like, loved, loved, loved that I got that gift. And I have it in a closet in this room right now. <laughs> you, t- you tell people your favorite album is Rumors, and they're like, Fleetwood Mac? Mm, no. Not quite. No, you fucking casual. <laughs> As somebody who, like, owned that album, I am really here for that. Although... I, like, don't find Mean Girls to be a feminine movie. I, like, identify more with the female elements of white chicks. I'm going to use that one since I've watched it there recently. There were female elements saying, to that? Referencing. Yes. find that, like, more accessibly female than freaking Mean Girls. But... My culture is not your costume, Wayans Brothers. Okay. <laughs> Greg, cut that. Yeah. All right, so... Maybe it was the Vanessa Carlton. Gotta... Okay, that rules. Terry Crews singing Vanessa say... Carlton just rules. I don't <laughs> yeah. care how shitty your I movie mean, Terry is. Cruz that part is rocks. Just amazing. Like, yeah, he's yeah. God, I hated white chicks. I think the the more that I think about it, where it's like, how does this movie correlate to Girls Rock? And like Alexia said, all of a, a lot of the women in this movie fucking suck. Mm-hmm. They really do, and they highlight that pretty much. But I think, for me personally, I would qualify it as a Girls Rock movie because. It's a movie that you can get your girlfriends together with, and we all, we can laugh and point things out and share stories and quote it, and it's just like, it is the connection that you make around this movie that makes it girls rock, and it points out, like, my friends do rock, and the girlfriends that I have are amazing, and they rock. Like, it, it's more of the connection around the movie Ooh, and not the movie love itself. That. Love for me. that. Aww. That's, that's because they nice. do suck. All of the women suck. <laughs> oh, they're terrible. But they're also like, it, like yes, because I also think like I have, I have a lot of really fond memories of this movie. That's partly why I like it because yeah, most of them are objectively bad, and also they learn. Like everyone in this movie, like well, most most of them, not every single person. By the end of the movie, they they figure out what they're doing and put their energy into something yeah, more productive. Like, mm-hmm people are more complex than just one faceted is is what i there's a 30 percent chance yeah, that it's already yeah. right <laughs> i mean poor karen she didn't learn that much karen got like no redemption karen gets <laughs> no redemption movie. she was just like still a karen fucking idiot at the end but she didn't have any friends but karen anymore. didn't i would argue karen out of all of them is the one who needed the least amount of redemption she was just like sure, existing she, she was just along you know, for the ride yeah vapidly a true (laughs) neutral if there ever was one Mm -hmm. (laughs) i mean she did want to fuck her cousin so there is that like that's true he is an excellent kisser you would um dude yeah seyfried is 
Amanda Seyfried was a rock star in this movie. Yes, I thought she was so great. Was first, she was like, thing. wow. Ever? I think, yeah, yeah. Damn. Really, I thought yeah. she was in she Big was... Love before that. Or is that is, is this post film. Big Love? I, I, I don't, oh, I don't know. okay. I don't know if she was in any like TV, yeah. but this is her first like movie. She's in it a lot less than you think because she she feels like one of the stars, but she has so few lines. But they're all you know solid gold. Um, they made a whole show. They about just forget a giant about her because she's such a slide. Yeah, why would they make a show about a giant glove? It's the hamburger helper guy. My glove. Big glove. <laughs> <laughs> Don't laugh. Stop laughing. It's the hamburger funny. helper Alexia gets me. None. <laughs> Alexia. <laughs> now I popped Abby. We're on Greg can't... and Vanessa. I'm gonna keep sorry. waiting on Vanessa. I I'll bet I can make Greg laugh. Uh, uh, hockey Vanessa's humor reference. Uh, I already built off your joke, man. We're good. Um, oh, I didn't hear it. I was talking. <laughs> oh, I said it was about the hamburger helper mascot. There we go. All right, Vanessa is the one holdout. I'm good. Thanks. I'm gonna Pass. tickle. <laughs> I'm going to tickle her. Tell her five more times. She'll probably laugh. Um, What is funny is that Amy Poehler is only seven years older than (laughs) Rachel McAdams, and she's playing her mom. Terrific. Yeah. We love Amy Poehler. she's a cool mom. She's a cool mom. I will say that that mom is probably one of the best moms, because she's just like, do whatever you need to do. Just be safe about it. I I don't know that I'd say one of the best moms. She is a cool mom. I will support. Yeah, I will support Abby in the like. She's the best set of parents in all of these movies. Like, like Mean Girls has the better sets of parents. Yes. She she is better than all the stick it moms for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Even though they're totally not sleeping in the same bed. Pretend I didn't say that. (gasps) Yeah. Dude. She's like she's they literally but a little too enabling in my like I'm like adolescent. She's living sneak. vicariously no, through her kids I know that in she a is. fucked up way. What are you yes. guys talking about? She's a good mom. God love her. You keep me young. <laughs> Katie's parents are all. I right. never They're said pretty she was inattentive a good mom. and stupid though. Uh, it's Katie. I'm calling her Katie. Katie. Damn straight. I'm Janice. Alexia's cringing. (laughs) But I I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm not going to be contrarian about this. I'm over here like none of those girls fucking learned their lesson. One just got run over by a goddamn bus, and the other one found another group of people to follow them. Like, I don't know. I don't feel like they all learned their lesson. I heard Katie threw her. Okay, okay, Alexia's right, but it goes against how we feel. But Regina George managed to, like, learn that she... (laughs) She's got a point. Regina George learned that she needed to, like... Uh, Regina George learned that she needed to, all she needed was to like redirect her anger because she did grow up in a household that let her have too much and it's just like that was clearly a lot of anger that she had so she re- turned that into rugby Lacrosse. in the end so it's just like she just she did become a better person <laughs> because she was just like oh this is the outlet I actually needed she got to beat the fuck yeah. out of people with sticks absolutely uh, yeah. can you guys believe that they literally named a character Gretchen Wieners <laughs> and got away with it I don't think her father, the inventor of the toaster strudel, would yeah, be too happy about this. Do you guys know that she's not I, only Eliza Thornberry, but the star and leading lady of Christian Mingle the movie? Yes, she is. Fuck, man. <laughs> that was I mean, my note. Oh, I stole it. She's really, she's really funny in this movie, and I, I had in my note, I can't wait to see what her future acting career is going to look like. <laughs> it's Lacey Chabert. She's literally in every Hallmark movie known to man now. Chris is obsessed with her, and I'm like, shut up. 
I can't wait to see her in FarmersOnly.com, the web miniseries. <laughs> so another tie that I have to this movie is, uh, so I, I came back to the her. States um, for high school when I was uh, in my junior year of high school, um, beginning of the year. So I, I come into, like, from, from Thailand, I'd been to boarding school for a couple years at this point, um, and, like, a pretty small boarding school, but, like, in you know, insular... So I come back to this school, and it's like a thousand five hundred people per class, kind of thing. Like ninth through twelfth grade, uh, and I I literally had that moment in the like cafeteria that I, I legitimately contemplated going to the bathroom with my lunch. And I'd already seen Mean Girls at this point; like it had already been out clearly. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I. I can't do that. This is the only thing that makes the most sense, though, because I am so intimidated by this massive-ass school. They had seven lunch periods. My school had two. Like, Holy it was... Shit. Yeah, no, it was this oh my giant... God. That's insane. school. Like, in, in Kentucky, they do, like, county schools, not just, like, town schools. So, like, it's everyone mm-hmm. from the surrounding areas are all going to the same school. Mm-hmm. Um, Lord. And so it was just, yeah, like it was... ten-hour day? So I just sat down at a random table where no one had sat down, and this whole group of friends just were like, why are you at our table? And I just kind of tried to play it off as if it wasn't a big deal. And then they kind of became my friends, so it was fine. But, like, it was a very intense... Like, it was one of those things I was like, I am rolling the dice on what possibly could be this clique that I'm sitting with. Like, I don't know shit about them. I don't know anything of what I'm getting into. Like, it was it was very much... I think that's another piece, too, of, like, being someone who was coming in from a different country, looked white, like, all of those kinds of things that, like, I very much resonated with Katie's character of just being like, I don't look like I'm out of place, and yet I feel very out of place. And also, some people know that I am out of place, and others don't, and it's just this really weird experience of what does American school look like, and things like that. And yeah, I mostly kept to myself, but... Did you ever get a, you're from Thailand, why are you white? I didn't, because I tried not to tell that many people, because I had gotten that before. And listen, I went back to Kentucky, most of them didn't know what that was to begin with, so they couldn't know that it was in Asia. They don't know so what they, like, is in Kentucky. <laughs> is that where everyone wears a bunch of neckties? Talk about a burn <laughs> on the state of Kentucky. <laughs> Greg, great joke, took me a minute to get it. Yeah, that's that's my dad's favorite dad joke to say is what like why is it so or why does he not like to wear ties? It's because it's so hard to get their legs and arms and knots. Oh my god, know, that's awesome! <laughs> that's fantastic. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! But yeah, I think that, that that's part that's of great. what like, like, I did. A lot is just my own lived experience yeah. with it too, and like being a caricature of what I've actually like experienced a bit. That makes sense for you, but like I can see yeah. that. I can really see that now. Well, what else is there to discuss about Mean Girls? I'm getting sleepy, so I feel less motivated to make points. <laughs> yeah. I have... Well, well I, I think that our discussion on Mean Girls is really good because it's like it's not just us waxing poetic about it. Like, Alexia has brought a lot of good points to it, so it's just like... this. I feel like this is a fresh discussion that I've same. never had before about it, and same. it's really nice. Yeah. Same I also feel like we're, we're quick... having more of a we're watching podcast, you know, like uh, than a movies for when like dive in and analyze everything. We're just 
we're just chatting about it you know like that's what i love about y'all's yeah. show and yeah. I, I feel like that's kind of the energy we've kept on this episode i did want to one, one thing that i mentioned earlier was um you could probably change one point or one person in all of Ooh, these yes. movies and it would become a horror movie yeah. okay what would be your change for this what do you song? think is that point in well, this movie a couple a couple years back they like it was that per that person i think it was on youtube where they did that where they it was like they like took out a lot of the they would like smash cut certain parts of the movies and like superimpose scary music and they would turn it into a horror film and i think they did that oh, with like mean girls yes oh kind yeah of like what they did with harry potter where they were like let's add some te- pop, pop oh, teen yeah. music and then suddenly it's like a teen comedy <laughs> i mean if regina george is a murderer this movie is basically jennifer's body complete with amanda seyfried no oh, no it's more american psycho too all American girl. Greg, Greg tried to bring something up oh two times, and we talked over him. I wanted to. I wanted to. Oh, you're good. It was a dumb question. Speaking of analyzing the movie, Denny, what were Janice and Damien watching in the basement on that TV in Halloween? Was that Friday that. the Thirteenth Part Two? I actually couldn't quite catch it. Um, I, I want to say it was a Halloween movie, but the score doesn't match. Um, I actually, man, on the spot, and I feel like I'm letting everybody down. To be honest. Um, I wanted to. Wait, ask I'm disappointed. Uh, the the movie they're watching on Halloween um, when Katie comes back from the party, and it, it's like a horror yeah. movie, and it's like a blonde girl, and she's like closing a cabin door kind and of thing. A, it's like an older. And movie then a guy too. in like a canvas hood like reaches through the window and grabs her arm. Uh, that's probably um, either the town that dreaded sundown or Friday the Thirteenth Part Two because Friday the Thirteenth Part Two ripped off the town that dreaded sundown for their Jason. <laughs> so we got it. I haven't even seen that movie. Movies <laughs> and it was my. So guess. I think it's the town nice. that dreaded sundown because I watched the old one and the new one and I own Friday the Thirteenth Part Two. Honestly, I own all the Friday thir- the Thirteenth movies. Don't judge me. It's like a big like compilation. No, no we're judging you positively. Do you? I have- Five you know homemade Jason you know Voorhees directly to my right right now. Yeah. <laughs> like uh, on top. Of the Do you realize where you are right now? <laughs> I know. To, uh, I recognize uh, that. I but... that has every mask on it. <laughs> oh my god. I have know your audience. Three thirty dollar Jason Voorhees toys in this room. Very true. <laughs> like, we love, great. We love mean... Friday the Thirteenth. That's fair. It probably is Friday the 13th now that we're saying it like 40,000 times. I'm like, I think maybe it was. Um, although you're right. It's a little too it's a little too close to home with Town That Dreaded Sundown. The OG, at least, not the remake. The remake also, though, is great. Even, even I actually haven't seen Town That Dreaded Sundown. <gasps> it's so fun. And also, you could just hear them say Texarkana about a thousand times. Damn. So I need to get my shit together. We're near there. Love Texarkana. Abby, All right, since we're talking about, oh, sorry. <laughs> oh no 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 no, uh, that was I really wanted to get back to that, Vanessa. Go ahead. Yeah, Abby, what what would you change other than someone being, unless it was just someone being a murderer? But like, what what would you change for this to be a horror movie? I think it would be very interesting as a psychological thriller to see Katie continue to go down mm-hmm. this dark path and never come out of it, and slowly start like ruining Ooh. everybody to a very dark degree. Mm-hmm. She becomes, just beyond Regina George and have them do like a final showdown. That I think that would be fascinating. She just becomes so plastic that she, she becomes an actual plastic person. <gasps> she becomes a mannequin. Hello. And then we're back to life size or something. Wasn't she in life size? She was in life size. She was. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Full circle, yeah. baby. 
Well, I think you, you, even if like they didn't change anything about the plot, I think they could change the tone and the amount of time they spend on uh, Caddy's struggle. You know, like and and this would be this could easily be a very serious movie, but they like they just don't really they don't really get us to empathize with how hard life is for her, and they don't really spend a lot of time on like her descent into like darkness. But if they like showed us more of her private world, this could have been a very different movie with all the same plot points. I really think I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like if the that scene where um, he's going through her room and looking at all of her childhood pictures, and he's like getting to know the yeah. real her. It's like that would have been a good scene to like explore yeah. that. And more. then it's like these aren't her parents. What happened to these people? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Why is the tribal urn that we clearly got from Pier 1 under the sink? Oh, my well, God. It's kind of, it has body oh. ashes in it. I it was a, a fertility, <laughs> vase, fertility vase, and I'm wondering how I'm wondering how that tribe is now able to procreate now that they've had their fertility vase it. stolen by the whites. Oh, man. So I, I did also, like, while we were discussing some things, I did very quickly find the... Mean Girls horror trailer from twelve years ago. Twelve years ago. Oh my Whoa. gosh. Oh yeah. Because I was send like, it, I know I watched send it in the group that chat. coming out. Like I, yeah. I remember seeing that be like it, it went viral for sure. Yeah, because like I was obsessed uh, with the person who made all of them because they would take like normal, <laughs> normal movies and make them horror. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also remembered I was in, we were in high school, so it was like it was like high school into college. Um, so yeah, 2010, horrifying. Dude, we have you guys. Seen we talked show? about during. Sorry. God, we're talking all. Oh about yeah, I was gonna say. Tonight. We were talking during our Mac and Me discussion. Is we were just like, if we just change the score, this is a horror movie. <laughs> it's almost. <laughs> a that was a minor movie change. Anyway. Mac like, and Me is Mac and Me is, is terrifying. There it was is scary. Much, I don't know. There, there was a, a hazy edge to all of it that seemed very sinister. <laughs> That McDonald's scene was, like, straight out of leaving Las Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> or not leaving Las Vegas. Uh, fear, fear, and yeah, fear, fear and loathing. Fear and loathing in Las loathing Vegas. In yeah. Las Vegas. <laughs> fear and loathing in McDonald's. Um, <laughs> Denny, you were going to bring something up, or do you want to... Oh, I was just, like, just going to ask if y'all had seen the, the Shining recut as, like, an inspirational movie. Like, <laughs> yes. It's really good. It's really, really good. All right, uh... We're closing in on midnight. Yeah, fuck this shit. Let's go to bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just most of us have work in the morning, so let's hop into some gimmicks. Oh. I don't either, but it's also it. way later for me, so it's probably a good yes. thing. Oh, yeah, true. Shit. East Coast bias. Girl, sorry. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Our bad. Again, I don't, gotta, I don't have to work. Rage oh, quitting yeah, your job for the win. Anymore. You can watch a there Charlie Kaufman movie with Vanessa. <laughs> Because you don't have work in the morning. Because <laughs> you don't have work in the morning. I would do anything with Vanessa. Uh, Vanessa. Vanessa, do you have a don't need no man moment for Mean Girls? Ooh. Pass. Let, let me think for a minute. Okay. Uh, popcorn, Abby. I think a lot of it became down to Katie's realization that, like, when she's at the... Um, the mathletes competition mm-hmm. where she's looking at that girl and judging her really hardly and it, I think it connects to how she connects to the men in her life too where she's like judging them doing whatever Regina's doing 
you know, being petty and only chasing after this one thing won't make my life better. I just have to be a better person. And I think that that's a good moment to be like, I don't need a man to make me a better person. And I don't need him to like improve my life in any way. Just because that's how Regina treats men is just like their playthings, their toys, they're just objects. And Katie's like, I can't be like that. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's a good moment to be like, I don't need that. Yeah. <laughs> Alexia, do you got one? Sure. So, I mean, I feel like... No, no. Alexa, stop. No, she <laughs> did not. <laughs> oh! This broad. You want to hear something I hate Wait, more than Wait, she said girls? okay. What did she agree to? That demon Amazon device is the one thing I hate more than Mean Girls. Okay, that thing is Satan. No, I, I said something and she said, okay, so what did she agree to? Am I going to get an alarm at like three in the morning? Yes. <laughs> Probably. Oh, shit. She's going to call Alexia at three in the morning. Does she? It's yes. me. Yes. Um, oh, my little Echo does not have a gimmick ready. So go ahead, Alexia. <laughs> you can also call me Lexi. That might make it easier. Um, but, uh, well, I hate you know, I think none of this movie really is a don't need no man moment, but I will give it to Kevin G and Katie's relationship with Kevin G because it was pretty much like, for the love of God, please stop that. Let's be friends. Let's help each other and be real teammates. And I think that that is my don't need no man moment because they, I love Kevin G as a character. It's like the one redeeming quality of this whole fucking movie and their so friendship. Good. Yeah. Their friendship is the, the don't need no man moment. Very nice. It's like, I just love that interaction between them where she, he like said that stupid line where he's like, I only date women of color. And she just goes, I'm leaving. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Denny, what you got, bud? Man, this just tracks with everything I've said about me and Alexia this whole podcast. Um, I'm also going to give it to Kevin G. Um, it's when he dances with Janice Ian at the end of the movie, and it's because she didn't need it to be a man because she, like almost everyone, is Kevin G sexual. Um, we are all attracted to Kevin G so that didn't need to be a man. She didn't need no man. However, Kevin G did happen to be male, but that yeah. had no actual bearing on the attraction because we all he he just transcends preference, patterns, norms. We are all Kevin G sexual. I truly believe that. The G silent when he creeps in your door. Like it's fucking <laughs> amazing. He's the best character it's in the, the movie. Kevin G spot. The Oh my god, who said Kevin G spot? Was that Abby? <laughs> oh my god. It's named after him. <laughs> He's the only one that can find it. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Uh, Vanessa, did you think of one? Um, I mean, I, I don't actually know that this fits, but whatever. It's uh, one, one of the ones that I really like, and I like, regardless of how many times I've seen this. It's the random girl who is just has so many feelings that she wants to come and participate <laughs> in the girls' day of, like, you have to be better towards each other. Um, and then, like, Miss Norberry's speech, I think, too, is, like, really empowering. Like, not really empowering, but I, I do think that it's a good 
thing for like younger women to see as well of like when we do these things to each other it makes it okay or like it's different and it like even though it may be different of like calling your friend a bitch it, other people hear that and it is different and taken out of context and things okay. like that so I think but both of those ones um now that I'm thinking about are those like don't need no man moments but yeah baking a cake full of rainbows and <laughs> Do you go to this school? Um, I didn't really... I think this kind of reinforces Alex Ia's points. Um, I didn't really find one that stood out. Uh, I do love the Kevin G pick for you two, but I just wanted to shout this out. I love watching... (laughs) When all the... You know, the burn book has been revealed and everybody's, like, fighting in the hallway... Mm -hmm. And if you just watch all those extras fighting each other, it is the perfect mix of overcommitment and undercommitment, where people are just like kind of moving arms around each other and other people that look like they're really hurting each other. Yeah. I don't know if that fits the gimmick, but I just I just loved it. There were no men fighting. Um, there were no I mean, the men that were there in that scene, they were just like, "Oh, this is funny." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, favorite lines. Who goes? Abby goes. Do you want to do something fun? Do you want to go to Taco Bell? <laughs> I can't go to Taco Bell, Karen. I'm an all-carb diet. God, you're so stupid. <laughs> Karen, you're so stupid. <laughs> Terrific delivery. All-carb diet. Uh, Alexia, do you have... A favorite line? Line that you found tolerable, perhaps. So it's funny because um, mine is the same as Abby's, and it's not because of anything other than my mother's name is Karen, and my sister and I have used quotes from Mean Girls to speak to our mother. We definitely say things like, because we'll be like, oh, you want to go to Taco Bell? Or then we'll be like, God, Karen, you're so stupid. And the thing is, my mom just, like, laughs. Like, it's actually, like, probably, like, (laughs) horribly abusive to say that to your mother. But, like, because her name is Karen, we just got so many jokes out of it. So it's pretty much any... Hell yeah. Anything they say to Karen or anything Karen says will just be, like, we will definitely use that in reference in conversation. This is for mom. Yeah. (laughs) Is butter or right. It's more funny because my mother is one of the sweetest people on this planet, and that's what makes the quote good, not even the context of the movie <laughs> at this point. I legit thought you were going to say it's funny because your mother is one of the stupidest people on this planet, and that's why it's so funny to call her stupid. Like, I was like, Jesus. It's all lost no, on her. she's, like, very smart and very sweet and lovely and, like, hate like she's like the antithesis of mean girls so i just thought you were about to be like no i love her but it's extra funny because she's dumb as fuck (laughs) 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 no but that would be really amusing but no (laughs) she's not All right. Denny, what do you got for lines, bud? Um, It is not spoken. It is written. Uh, Kevin Napur, math enthusiast slash badass MC on his business yeah. card. It is so <laughs> yeah. awesome. Nice. Just so awesome. Can we just superimpose that business card in the American side? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. The subtle bone. <laughs> what you got, Ness? 
Um, I mean, it's, it's so many of Karen's lines, but specifically, like, I always it always gets a chuckle out of me when Katie's asking her, like, do you have any special talents? She's like, I could put my whole fist in my mouth. Want to see? And she's like, no, no. Um, I just. She just has such good, like, one-liners. And, like, when they're talking about in the mirror and trying to get Katie to join them in, like, in their faults, and she's like, my breath smells bad in the morning, and Karen's like, ew. Like, that's the worst (laughs) thing about all these other things that they've been saying. Uh, She just has, yeah, in in my opinion, she has the best one-liners. Mine was, I think Abby already (laughs) did bring it up, but it's so fucking funny. I don't think my father, the inventor of Toaster Strudel, would be too pleased to hear about this. <laughs> it is the single funniest don't you know who I am or do you know who my father is. It's so fucking funny. Gretchen Wieners. For- From a character literally named Gretchen Wieners. <laughs> Give me a break, dude. <laughs> uh, Alright, guys. Let's, let's score this thing and go home. Um... <laughs> Abby, I'll, I always get, throw to you first, so we'll keep that trend. Mine is first on the alphabet. Um, I would give this an 8 out of 10 just because it's so rewatchable for me. Hell yeah. I see your face. I see you. Uh, I know who you I'm are. I'm saving her for last <laughs> your again. Your eyebrows hold, hold nothing back. <laughs> uh, Vanessa, what do you think? Um, I would say I, I'll give it a 7.5 out of 10. It's not quite, like top tier but i it's definitely above average definitely the rewatchability um objectively not the best movie out there but i like it for the nostalgia factor um and Mm -hmm. things like that like it it says it has more to do with like my preferences versus like objectively writing this movie and that's why it's not any higher because if it was better and i liked it it would definitely get a better score it is not that great however i do really like it well stated. And yeah, the nostalgia of three-way like landline call attacks is <laughs> yes. very funny. Yep. Uh, Denny, what you got, bud? Um, I actually knocked it down a few points on this watch because I watched it with a more critical eye because I thought I'd be going toe-to-toe with Alexia. Um, still a high rating. I gave it a 39 out of 50. Um, which is basically like as good as it can get without like being transcendent of its genre you know like i'm like eh, it doesn't quite break that ceiling you know but like it's it's about as good as it could be for being what it is is where i stand on it very good um i i think this is a fun very rewatchable movie maybe not the best thing ever made and i did have to dock some points for the amount of time we spent listening to stuff getting dragged across a chalkboard <laughs> Um, mm-hmm. I'm still giving this one a 32 out of 40, nice. which is 8 out of 10. I think Abby and I have had the exact same score twice now. <laughs> no, it was, I've had one equal with Abby, one equal with Alexia. Speaking of, mm-hmm. Alexia, what was your score for the Mean Girls movie? The movie. So I was going to say 1.25, but I'm going to go with 1.5. And that really, <laughs> yeah, I know. So it gets quarter point. Gets I, I don't seven. do math, and I thought you dropped it even lower, but you actually raised it. My reaction didn't fit. I'm, oh my god! I'm awful. I, geez, Twenty-five is more than five. All right, who the fuck invented decimals? That makes no sense. I, that's fair. Keep in mind, I do this all the time because I live with a data scientist, and I just 
the amount of times it's been like I've been like three quarters and he's like Alexia it's two thirds and I'm like shut up um, so <laughs> I can't do math um, we're we can't all be I know right I can't I actually can't do math it's been a perpetual issue yeah. um, the rating does not exist the rating does not exist so I'm gonna give it a one point five and it gets point seven five for the Karen quotes and then it gets point seven five cool. because my friends love it. Um, so the equivalence of the amusement I get out of quoting it at my mother combined with the joy that it brings my friends will give me give it a 1.5 love it nice. Beautiful. we promise to never ask you to watch you. this with us again ever that's okay Yeah. and I promise to never watch Girls Trip again no matter who asks <laughs> yeah that's okay <laughs> <laughs> fine fine with me guys well Chicks Rock. We did it, everybody. What is the best movies for when Chicks Rocks, though? God, that was... I'm tired. Chick Rocks. What was the best movies for when the Chicks Rocks? Um, What's the best movie for when Chicks Rock? No. What, do, what does everyone think? Abby. Uh, stick it. Stick it. Stick it. Alexia, that's a stick it. Stick it. I'm going to go with Mean Girls by a Country Mile. I'll go. Oh, Damn it, shit. <laughs> Words out of my mouth. I was also going to go. Greg, you know you're the same person. <laughs> <laughs> Confirmed. Mean Girls by a Country Kilometer. Ah, the Canadian countryside, I see. That's the MVP reference we were waiting for. Yeah. <laughs> People love um, it. I'm going to go also with Mean Girls by 2.2. No, 1.6 country kilometers, mm. which is the exact same ah. as mine. Whoa! Say, someone <laughs> does math in this chat. Someone lived in other countries <laughs> where they had to convert shit. Someone knows how to count here. Um, Why don't you just live here and not think about anybody else? <laughs> <laughs> You're American. You don't have to know the metric system. That's what's no so great making... about being here is that you're the only one that matters. <laughs> American individualism at its finest. Well, Greg, uh, we haven't talked about this. What are we doing next week? I realized that I realized it three minutes ago. I don't know what we're doing. I've got a pitch. I've got a pitch. Record heat in Texas. A pitch. Baseball movies. No. All right. What? Jesus Christ. Oh. Um, Moneyball. Record heat in Texas. Angels in the outfield. Yeah. Our first sequel. Hot boy summer two. Hottest boy summer ever. Hot boy summer two. Could this also be a hot person summer? Hot person summer. Well, yeah, I think we, we hot I Indy think we summer. hot they summer, hot, hot they Indy them summer. summer. They summer. We can't get boiled down when you're having an even hashtag hotter, hotter summer. boy summer. And I think we qualified the inclusivity in our episode when we did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hot boys a mentality, not a genital. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Um, I've got my pick ready um, because it feels I'll like. I'll type it's, it in. I'm going to pick a rare documentary for movies for when. I'm going to do Sunshine. And I'm going to choose. What? Endless Summer. Mm. Yeah. Endless Summer. Yeah. Relevant title for this bullshit. Um, I'm I, I'm tempted to say sunshine, but I don't know. It is a movie about it doesn't really heat. fit the summer thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, literally, 
burning up by being way too close to the sun. Um, I wouldn't fault you for picking it. Straight because he gets thrown into the fire. <laughs> I don't know who said what. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll announce the movies later on. Um, but speaking of what's next, we're watching. What's the next episode? Are you guys going to be doing uh, an episode anytime soon? Uh, we've got the movie Men on our docket. <gasps> we've also Can't got wait. Shining. Well, so we uh, wanted to do the men, or I, she, I shouldn't say, I shouldn't say we. I was like, Abby, we should do this. But I, I suggested, yeah, I we should do the men with the men because Abby saw it with Ivy and you, Denny and hmm. Vanessa, and I saw it with Chris. And yeah. both of you guys. So it would be interesting to nice. get the opinions of the men's on the men. Interesting. I like it. I accept this invite. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yay. I love men. Yep. Crossovers. Greg, we can also do like another. Greg, crossover. clip that out. <laughs> we're also capable of doing another crossover with a horror film of your choice since, you know, we rarely, we usually mm-hmm. always choose. So it would be interesting. To we do. Choose. We do have to get a. We do have to get revenge on you for Frozen, so. <laughs> oh yeah, what the, what the fuck? Retribution will be swift. You asked for the worst movie ever. Okay, it is not my fault that I delivered. She delivered. No, you she, delivered. She Express through. delivery. <laughs> it's a Hall of Fame entrance. There's only two movies in the movies for when yeah. Hall of Fame, and one of them is it's, Frozen. It's gonna be put on the poster wall here pretty soon. Yes. Beautiful. Beautiful. Uh, where yeah, where can we listen to We're Watching? How do we find it? Uh, you can find us on pretty much any social media. Uh, we're on Instagram at We're Watching Pod, uh, Facebook, where you can just look up We're Watching Horror. And you can also email us with suggestions, comments, and concerns <laughs> at We're Watching Pod at gmail.com. I, I, I email them almost all of my concerns. <laughs> Anytime mm-hmm. I have a concern, whether it's about their podcast or not, I'm like, I know yeah. it's there. I've got to tell my, my concern. I clip my toenails too short. Is this going to be an issue? I'm concerned. I also, <laughs> we can help you with all of these. I problems. also have a horrible confession in, in that, like, I saved our last podcast recording onto my laptop that I now no longer have access to because I quit my job. We have to so we'll have to probably re-record that, which is unfortunate. That's my bad. Perfect. I'm so sorry. Bombs dropped on the air. Oopsie doopsie. I didn't think about it. That was like the one thing I didn't think about. It's okay. We will record Sasha's Secrets, which also just sounds like a sex shop. Yeah. Boy, does it. Oh my god. I deleted my podcast audio. It was awesome. All right, guys, let's get the hell out of here. Let's go to bed, please. All right, Denny. We watch movies with We're Watching, but the last thing we need to watch is a catchphrase. For Greg Work, the Leg Work Johnson, and Alexia, the took a scenic tour of the PP Golden Shower scene from Girls Trip, Samaris, and... Abby, Babby, Bo, Babby, Banana, Fana, Fo, Fabby, Colosyke, and Vanessa, the gonna pick up my meds for me tomorrow, Taylor, I'm Denny, the didn't like any of the movies the girls picked, and it's not because I'm sexist, I swear to God, my wife affirms me, Taylor, and this has been Movies for When!
We're watching win, but you know what we aren't watching? What's my cage again? We're watching bird. <laughs>